Welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast. Well, I say yet another episode. This is this is a very important episode because it's it's our New Year's Day episode or, or New Year episode, depending on when it goes out. Yes, um, it's going to be a, a busy episode with lots of guests. Uh, Chatterbox, Nick's here with me. Hello. Yes. Um, Happy New Year to you. Yes. Happy New Year. But uh, um, so yeah, I'm going to run the theme music, and when we come back. We'll invite everybody to join the call and we'll, we'll start nattering. They're keen to get started. Right, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive thing, Paul. The highlight is the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. I mean, I'll, I'll go anywhere for a Delicious. Hello, campers. Hi. You quite like a big band, don't you? <laughs> Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. But has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all gooey and meaty. Yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hello. Hello. Oh, dear. He's cold. <laughs> Did he have a good fit? <laughs> Did he have a good fit? Those are my teeth in the, in the glass next to me. <laughs> you need to jump up and down. Oh, just a minute. Oh, no, no. Things drop off if you do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, don't jump up and down. He falls over very easily, don't you, Warren? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do fall over. Oh. Oh. I'm adding the wrong person. I'm we're we're getting to that age, aren't we? <coughs> oh. oh, it's the young, it's the young, the forever youthful Nick. Hello, Nick. It's young Mr. Nick. Yes. <laughs> Hello, young Mr. Nick. Very well. <laughs> oh. Calling Mr. Toppy Smelly. <laughs> Calling Toppy Smelly. Hello. Oh, it's the Garn. Run, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, Toppy. Hello, Hi, Hello. Toppy. Hi, everybody. Hi. Oh. <laughs> right. um, so, just a minute. I hope it's warmer in America than it is here. Probably. Well, I'm just going to say it's 30 here. How? What's it? Well, of course, that's Fahrenheit. What's it over there? I, I still think in Fahrenheit. Um, it's I, probably I, about I, that at the moment. Are we under yeah. freezing? Can we I think we're sort of medieval. 
Medieval, <laughs> yes. Ice <laughs> Age. Uh, med- 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 cold. <laughs> that's that's a, a dank, uh, damp cold. Yeah. Uh, our roll call tonight is is Mr. Toppy Smelly, Mr. Warren, Mr. Uh, Mr. Lisa, and Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Trevi, Mr. Me, Mr. Me. I think that's it, and isn't Mr. it? Me, we haven't got. We haven't. And, we Mr. Haven't, and Mr. Me. Too. Yeah, Mr. You, Mr. Nick, Mr. Nick. Did I not say Mr. Nick? Oh. We haven't got Mr. Martin because, uh, but he will be appearing in a pre-recorded segment later in the episode. He will appear on film. As will Muffley. Muffley isn't here, but he'll he'll be. He's surrounded by film. Yeah, we, he, he'll be. Uh, so, uh, but it's our New Year's New Year's episode. I, I hesitate to say oh. New Year's Day because. Wonder why it's ninety outside. It depends. I might get it out on New Year's Day, and I might get the Pardon? episode out as well. Well, hey. <laughs> depends on the weather. <laughs> uh, if anyone will notice so should we say happy new year now yeah happy new year now not now we might have forgotten by the end of the episode no clambering up christmas trees oh do, do you know my wife has come up with an idea because it's 50 years of the poseidon adventure uh, this this month, and um, she w- has proposed the idea, very nerdish, of um, watching the film to coincide with the new year. Oh, uh, I like it. And, and the timing of, just right. Just the timing just right. So they go, Happy New Year, as it's New Year, and then watch it in real time. Watch uh, it fall and- apart. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that'll be, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, because apparently that's a tradition in one of the Scandinavian countries. I forget which one it is now, but they, it's on every New Year. It's a tradition for it to oh, be right. shown every New Year, and it goes over from New Year into in New Year's Eve to New Year's Day. Okay, good on, good on. So. And we had Digby, the biggest dog in the world. Oh, we've we've got that. <laughs> Do you let him out or do you give him that out? Damn boy, damn boy, damn boy. (laughs) He's scraping at the door to go out. (laughs) I'm sorry, sorry, Nick. I just can't help myself. Gee, over here in the States on New Year's Eve, we get It's a Mad, 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 Mad World or The Poseidon Adventure. Yeah. I'd like to go for The Poseidon Adventure, I think, rather than It's Mad, Mad. Yeah, mad, 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 well for a year. Is uh, did I get the amount of mads right? I think uh, mads uh, just seem to go on forever. <laughs> yeah, I think you got left one out, but yeah, we we know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some random New Year facts. The earliest recorded festivities in honor of a New Year's arrival date um, date back some four thousand years to ancient Babylon. Um, old Old Lang Syne. Is that like? Babylon Hogmanay. <laughs> I'm not sure. Possibly. Old Lang Syne is a Scottish folk song made famous in America by Canadian band leader Guy Lombardo in the late 1920s. Huh. I thought it went fat, uh, back much farther than that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, it was made famous, so it's difficult to know how long it was hanging around not being famous. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been like um, that Kate Bush song that wasn't a fam- wasn't famous in America until this year, and then became massively famous. <clears throat> you know, Guy Lombardo was a thing that went right up to the seventies. That guy, so from the twenties to the seventies, he was still swinging it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have your eye out. American version of Andy Stewart. <laughs> but, um, oh, kissing Where are the Stewart? 
Kissing someone at midnight is said to come from the idea that doing so will prevent loneliness during the coming year and ward off evil spirits. Don't work. I mean, you might not want to ward off evil spirits. You might still want to have a snog, though. Right? Um, but, um, Are evil spirits good at snogging? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> some later. De- depends how bad they are, dear boy. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, of course, that New Year didn't always start in January. That's true. Yes. It shifted with it the shifted. shifting of the calendar. Yeah, it used yeah. to start... Um, sometimes it started around Easter, didn't it? Depending on when Easter was. So, yeah, it started later in the year. And then when they got the Gregorian calendar, everything sort of shifted around a bit. So That old Greg. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> Comes with free chant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, before we on to any other topics i want to uh this is like not exactly an award ceremony but i i want to single out certain members of the uh well all of you lot um for for your your greatest hits of the charlotte podcast for for 2022 uh we i know we've done our we've just done our review of the year but um we uh, there were so many episodes I didn't have a chance to talk to anyone about it, so I thought I might mention some of your individual um, greatest hits uh, uh, for any comments you may have. But uh, I'm going to start with um, with with Troby and Lisa. Obviously, you were on every Chatterbox episode. So we're not going to talk about those. We're going to single out the the weirder episodes you're involved in. <laughs> for instance, episode 520, the glad return of the Open Universe University. I can't remember what was our subject. What was our subjects? Probably history in science for you two but well i know we did chemistry and or astronomy but i couldn't tell you which which way round we did it mm. um, i know Can't you did that. sort of kings and yes. kings and things didn't mm-hmm. you yeah that came um, out all the way back in march now it's, it's, a, it's a long time ago but that sort of set set the scene didn't it for later things that we mm. did so that was actually quite a nice sort of way to do it one of, one of your other episodes um this is more, more, I suppose more of a Trovi episode. Uh, we in in August it came out, uh, episode five hundred and sixty. Trovi and the gang's otherworldly day out. That's when you, me, and Nick went up into space and uh, indeed we at stars and things. Yeah, and I spilt my weak lemon drink all over Ick's spaceship. <laughs> but that, that was nice to get out in into space because I could I could use my telescope and everything. Yeah, I do hope that uh, you know. The, the whole business we're having with Ick at the moment where he's being a bit of a a cow um, about his contract <laughs> isn't because you spilled wheat lemon drink on his spaceship. Dear, oh dear, you might have to help me lure him back if that turns out to be the case. But um, Jumping ahead to November, episode 589, uh, Shia's 49th birthday chatterbox dilemma. That uh, that involved you, you, you and Lisa, um, where we got locked in well my birthday party fell apart and you got we got locked in with muffley in in um uh, but we, we had a nice chat about things anyway mm. yeah I, I like the fact that the first time we work, work with muffley we sort of end up being locked in the room so yes. <laughs> yes. i mean that if we if we if we'd not got on with him that, that could have ended badly it could have been that, tricky yes thankfully we yeah. were all friends so that was good well, we'll come to Nick's first um, encounter with, with Muffley. He, he was slightly more um, less enforced. <laughs> um, but, uh, of course, the other episode I remember, um, also from November, was episode 591, A Quick Jaunt Through Time with Lisa P. That was, Lisa and I went in, back in time. That was exciting. We did. We, you caught James the first eye, didn't you? 
Yeah, I did. He liked you. He's still, though. He's still not called. Cool, no, no. Snub. no. I have to say the linguistic skills were amazing. <laughs> the kings have their own linguistic skills. What do you yeah. I know I was yeah. I was lost in the majesty of it. <laughs> oh <laughs> hello <laughs> There was some sort of weird effect, wasn't there? There was a what? A weird a effect. A weird effect that happened when we went back in time that we they they, they all got a bit mixed up. You know, <laughs> the accents got carried from one to another. <laughs> So, is that some strangely. sort of time eddy yeah, thing? Yeah, some sort of time distortion I thing. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's your theory. Isn't I, it? I'm sticking to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're hoping to travel again in the future. So, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We thought we might go and see Richard the Third. See if he was oh, really. He didn't have a hump. He had a raised shoulder. <laughs> I, I, I thought. We, I'm hoping like that we. Wisdom. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that we can prove some of the uh, stereotypes or some of the <laughs> misconceptions about these monarchs. We can. No, prove it's the wrong. winter yeah. of my discontent, Mr. Grimsdale. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fifth Epitomus, way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, um. you're not coming. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably better not come to no. this. Yeah. Never a single topic out now for some uh, praise. Um, uh, other than the Chatterbox episodes, uh, one of my favourites was episode 558 Paul and Toppy are gym bunnies. We went to the gym. Um, we encountered vampires, but, uh, you know, that's by the by, at least I was getting some exercise. Was it gym bunnies or gym buddies? Bunnies. Bunnies. So you had little. Were you like sort of bunny girls? <laughs> we didn't see any real bunnies, but. Did uh, you wear like. Ankles, you know, there's ankle socks and the the the, the, the headbands as well in that's pure eighties style. Like. That's what we were dressed like. Although the second time we did an episode about exercise, we had these really shiny um, uh, like tracksuits, which made us realise that some runners going past weren't casting reflections, and uh, they were vampires too. So. I, I I think Warren's thinking of like things like Jane Fonda's gym workout. I was thinking of Jane Fonda's gym workout. Yeah, I was. God, honestly, leg warmers, leg warmers. That was it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Toppy and I are quite as exciting as Jane Fonda, but not. Or maybe we have a different appeal. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, um, also, of course, episode five, six, seven. Looking back over Matinee Minutia season four, we we did our annual. Um, Look at your uh, fourth season of Matinee Minutia. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. And DJ was there for that. He's he's the feller that I do that with. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, lots of lots and lots of it. We did, that was like packing pack, packing all of a season into one episode. As, as, but as you say, as you say, we often we, we often start slow and then realise that time's getting on. We have to go faster towards the. Oh, every time, every time. <laughs> It's difficult to, to, to balance out the time. Another episode I'm I, I, I think you know came out in October, episode five seven seven, the incredible Yeti Toppy House Swap Palava. That's that goes back to uh, when we talked to our, our our sort of therapist about things to do with Yeti Uncle John and uh, and you'd made a comment about how wonderful he must be to live with and I said, <laughs> Okay <laughs> Okay then. Why don't you uh, I uh, learned my lesson. Yeah. And I went to I went to see Aunt Tappy, and uh, I was you know comp- like a total joy to uh, uh, as a house guest because um, I am a joy as a house guest, aren't I, Nick? Oh yes, yes. You see, Nick says I'm a joy. <laughs> so Aunt Tappy, I'm sure, um, yeah, found me an absolute joy. 
Then, of course, it was only a few episodes later, episode 580, Scary Tales from Bettina's Garden Party. That, that was a two-parter. That's when we <clears> ended up <throat> down in the, the cellar um, and they had to swim out of a fish pond and all sorts. Yeah, yeah, it was a fountain. Yeah, that, that was, it was quite adventure. We were quite heroic, I think, in that episode. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. I, you know, like we we vanquished the yogurt vampires. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think Tappy had a good time. She, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody had quite a good time except for poor Tallulah, who bumped into. Uh, well, but not saying in case people haven't heard episode six hundred yet. But uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. Although we are on episode six hundred two, but you know people might listen to things out of order. So um, anyway, and also some of the people who are in this episode don't know what the twist is themselves yet. We're recording live. This is New Year's Day. It's- I can confidently say that I haven't heard episode six hundred yet, Paul. <laughs> no, no it's, it's not. This isn't pre-recorded or anything. Yeah. Um, then we also actually some of these episodes um, do sort of dovetail with, uh, uh, with with episodes with multiple guests because um, episode five eight three having a scream at Halloween. Uh, you you helped me with my Halloween episode. You you helped inspire me. Um, mm-hmm. But then we had a bonus episode, episode five eight four some extra eek for your halloween and that's that chat that nick and nick you and i did about things that scared us or scary yeah. things i think that was my quickest turnaround where i released two episodes in one day um but uh, I, I just i just you know thought, well i might try and do this ep- this other episode before the end of the day oh i've done it anyway, then. <laughs> but uh yes um i recently sent Toppy a list of plot lines and stories for 2023 so it's going to be kept very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of lots of lots of things going on with lots of different characters and people. And we've got to the stage now where Muffley's suggesting ideas. It's it's just like the old days of Sutton Park, where people were kind of going, "Oh, well, can we do this plot about this?" It's, it's perfect. Now moving on to Nick. Nick's Nick's episodes. We we, we again some of these episodes. Uh, actually, I think Nick appeared with quite a lot of people where there were sort of extra guests. So um, episode five hundred two. Copy in the return of the tape scene kid. That, that's that's um, was that the first tape scene? That was the well, that was, was we done. We no, that was that was because Toppy wanted to talk to us about our episode about about doing tape scenes. Oh, yes, so we I enjoyed that one. Yeah, so we talked to Toppy or Toppy asked us questions mm-hmm. about what tape scenes were because they weren't right. very, yeah, loved, loved that, loved doing that one, Toppy. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and then episode 511, Nick G's very own spare bedroom book club. That that was. It, um, Sounds but, like there's got a load of people reading in my spare room. Well, <laughs> what are you all doing here? You go in your spare room and everyone goes, shh. <laughs> well, we're, we're in that room at this very moment. And yes, we've we done sort of book club episodes, but we, we literally looked at what was on one of your book bookshelves and i'm not actually sure because we we, we um not, i think that was before we actually yeah. moved, we've moved, yes. we've moved out the cabinet with uh, yeah. this tuc archive now so all the all the yeah. books we were straining our neck no, to look at are it, actually much more visible now yeah <laughs> i don't think i'm not sure those books were in that in that bookcase that's no, there's there. a whole load in, this, in the bedroom that's been transferred yeah here, so so uh, in a proper 
Yeah, so that's uh, proper shelves now. So that, that bookshelf doesn't exist anymore in that way, not in that form anyway. No, um, the same bookshelf. Yeah, the same bookshelf, yeah. but, but different, different book. Uh, so if we did that episode now, we'd get a completely different result. But uh, yeah. uh, we also had another uh, reunion with Toppy in April, episode five hundred and twenty-nine. Uh oh, Paul, Nick, and Toppy have words. That was when we compared our like America meanings of words in America oh, yeah. and meanings of words over over here, and uh, and. Then in June, we did episode 544, Paul and Nick's Tremendous TV Tipple. I think that was the first time that we did a TV watching thing whilst we were having our, our Saturday night wine. Yes. So uh, the uh, reviews of things got increasingly um, slurred. Uh, t- t- slurred. <laughs> <laughs> um, episode 555, it's been 18 years and we're in need of a catch up. That, oh, that that's was, you, Mr. Warren. Yes. What's up, me? Oh, that's you. Was, yes. you two having a natter well yes. i was there too but we kept on doing things like um with our random words episode 562 pop groovy snuggles and all manner of other random words mm-hmm. uh that was one of, we, we've got some other we got some more random word episodes in the can for next year um and then another collaboration was in november episode 587 shayeti presents buffley on tours first chat with nick oh, so yes that was quite charming that was uh he, yes, he's, he, he's and bless him, he's brought our new book, has he not? Yes, yeah, so we we should. Uh, Woman for all reasons out now. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's posing. This <laughs> is he's posing. We've been Straight talking. in with the plug. Straight oh. in with the plug there. Oh, we have been We've been telling the listeners about that book since because we started the book that's not the, about around the same time we started the podcast. The podcast, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to Warren now. I think in a way Warren's had the biggest. Easy. Uh, are you going to finish that sentence? No, just leave not? it there. Leave yeah. it there. I think, <laughs> just I let think, him save the moment. I think Warren has stepped forward uh, this year, and I uh, put him through quite a lot. Um, he's he's really stepped up to the the, the mark. Um, our, our first non-chatterbox episode, because you Warren, you'd appeared on some like chatterbox episodes when you were over at Andrew and Lisa's, but I think the first proper episode you did with me was episode 524, Paul and Warren are full of horror. We talked about we talked about um, Amicus films and we talked about, um, oh, yes. well, I talked a little bit about Italian films, but I think the Amicus part of that episode was the, the best bit. Well, so, no, you got me into Eyeball, didn't you? You uh, probably around Tinker, you. Yes, probably, um, yes, it probably led to the article that I did for the Cinematic Sausage later in the year. But at that point, you hadn't met any of the regulars. But in the next episodes that were coming up, you, you, you did meet all the regulars. <laughs> so, episode, well, in the, in the, in, you didn't in, exactly ease me in gently, did you? No, well, I kind of did. But then I made a great swimming yeah. teacher, wouldn't he? <laughs> no, well, I didn't quite throw him in because his first episode was just about horror. No, and then then I said, well, maybe you'd like to meet some of the regulars. Um, uh, episode 536 the telly fantastic return of uncle warren that was where we kind of, we had the format of we talk about a, a year in tv just to kind of you know make you think nothing weird was going to happen and then i'd spring some sort of plot line on you uh but i, I think in that episode we introduced you well um but i don't know actually i'm not quite sure what happened in that in that episode because it because it says because the next episode we did five five four seven. Uncle Warren gets the grand tour. That must have been when you actually met each of the characters. Ah, that's when I met Patina, and it was the it was the uh, fan club. Problem, well, no, that was it? the next. That was the oh, next, was that one, next one. That, oh, uh, that was when that was when Tarulu and Patina sort of uh, 
uh, fell for your your um, podcasting wiles. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe the tele- <laughs> maybe many of the tele- maybe the Teddy Fantastic episode wasn't quite so weird. You see, I did ease you in a little bit gently. <laughs> He's insistent <laughs> on this story. Just a bit. Left a bit, right a bit, drop him down. <laughs> but yes, episode five six five six four. Uncle Warren confronts his rival fan clubs. That came out in August. That yes, that, that was, was messy. That one was messy, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, um, that was, I, I was scarred after that one. That was, yeah, that it was all, all those talons. They were, uh, uh, all, uh, that, all that cake and that cake. Yes, and then episode five eight eight. Uncle Warren has a word in our shell likes. That was in November. That was um, come when, in, lad. Come in, lad. Take a seat. Yeah, we Take called seat. you in. Yeah, we called you in because we felt that poor Cromarty was getting a. Um, a, 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 a rough deal from Yeti Uncle John, and uh, you talked to both of them. And... I, have, I have to, I have to say, Warren, you were very hard on Yeti Uncle John. I thought. <laughs> well, he, he, he likes someone to be hard on him. That's not wrong. You're not wrong. So there are episodes that are waiting enthusiastically to be released, and and uh, I can definitely uh, reveal that Warren has been back. And other things have occurred, but you'll have to wait a week or two for for them. But uh, um, sweet yeah, meat, sir. I think you've, uh, I, th- I think you survived the uh, your your ravenous fans. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I remember. That, I remember you. I remember. I do remember. Okay. Do you? Just thought I'd leave that there. I remember. <laughs> it was such a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it was. I'm sometimes three months behind on it. <laughs> no, um, I remember serving you sweetmeats. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, sweetmeats. That, that was at the garden party. Well, that was in that, another episode. That was in that the. Was. That was the vampires. That was the vampire, the garden party. You're, you're quite taken with it, if I remember. I was, uh, and you also turned up at my birthday party. Not that I knew it because I was inside. Uh, inside. Uh, that's the, right. I got turned away, didn't I? By Yeti Uncle John, and we all thought Yeti Uncle John was behind it, and it turned out to be Ick, which is where all the Ick business yeah. um, turned. Was it your pink limousine? That's it with his shag mm. inside the car. The shag pile. Shag inside the car. Yeah, it was really you, deep. You let you let Yeti Uncle John have a, have a go on your shag, didn't you? I did. He he quite like he liked immersing himself on my shag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, again. Very Yeti Uncle John, but uh, it was like one of those um, pictures you have taken as a baby, naked on a <laughs> on a um, cheek skin rug. It was just like that, but it was pink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do any of you have requests? <laughs> if you could be in any type of episode next year or, or this year now, um, uh, do, do you, what, what are your expectations? Where would you like to go? What would you like to do? Sort cheek of skin rug. Want to more episodes on the sheepskin? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, a, a guest turn on the shag would be good for me. Uh, well, we're just gonna have to pencil me in for that. God, there's a queue forming for us for, for a go on this, isn't there? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to rent it out by the hour. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say to Toppy, you may you you, you may not realise you, you've kind of walked walked into um, well. A trap, uh, like a, a sort of <laughs> not exactly yeah. a Doctor Who local group meeting from 1993. Although there was no Doctor Who local group in 1993, but uh, Nick and I were talking earlier that um, not, we're going to look at some TV that came out in 1993 because partly because it's um, 30 years um, since 1993, and oh, partly goodness. because 
uh, when we talked about TV, we've done quite a lot of the other years with threes in, so we can't do them again. Uh, so it has to be 1993, pretty much, <laughs> or it could be 2003, but I doubt much exciting happened in 2003. Apart from me getting married. Well, you went on TV, though. You could be. You could. <laughs> I, I do if I put the video. Yeah, you could the do. Video. Yeah. No, well, but that's could, that's okay. good because I like to be um, educated about Doctor Who, and that yeah. I you know I've missed so much of it. Nick knew of Lisa's existence. I did. Yes, before nineteen ninety three. But nineteen ninety three was you, you. You were my customer, weren't you? From ninety one <laughs> onwards, with I was. You wrote oh, a where dairy. Are we, where are we going with this? Uh, you wrote her name down in oh, May twenty-three. We we actually met yeah. you. It was myself. I think you were there too. Uh-huh. Um, Andrew Candish, um, my other half at the time, and uh, Robert Kelly, who was making a who was a guy who was making a a documentary about all the Doctor Who locations. And Andrew Candish yes. was an exploding Dalek from Remembrance of the Daleks. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it was so. Yeah, that was the first time we actually met, um, which yes. was lovely. And you know, sort of we, and then of course, Prison in the Sun. My my well, my first one, my joint one with Paul, uh, was all in the July, and and um, we never looked back after so, that. Yeah, so I'd, I'd no. not, I'd not long known Lisa before she was my wife. Yes. Oh, that was fast work. It was. <laughs> it was. Uh, that, that's, mm. that was, that it's was got quite Lisa. a line up. <laughs> well, I was going to say that was Lisa's, but I did write the, co-write the script, so I suppose, I, yeah, I was kind of... You had to pretend to drive my car, didn't I you? Did. I did. All I did was just get in it and hold the steering wheel and nothing else happened because I don't drive. Were you below so. pressing the pedals? No, no, then we shot it from inside the car, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. We, we discovered you. Uh, um, it's not probably a good idea to make 90 minutes of... Um, film in three days, well, two and a half days. It, yeah. it was quite. It was. It was quite hectic. It was Lisa and I must have been the worst car drivers. Neither. <laughs> no, neither of us could drive. Drive. So. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's you. You you're saying about um, Robert Kelly's um, location filming? I remember. I think it was possibly later that. In 1993, when I had to pretend to be Tegan from um, oh, running. from Resurrection of the Daleks, and I and I got, I got chased by two passers-by who somebody had persuaded were going to be on the television. <laughs> oh, we were always pulling it, that one, weren't we? Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on telly. <laughs> so yeah. Well, before we look at some of the uh, um, other. TV highlights of 1993. Uh, I think it's probably time to share what I've recorded, pre-recorded with Martin and Muffley separately. Not they didn't mm. talk together. But um, so whilst whilst we get ready for more TV talk, let's uh, have a listen to our, our our guests who couldn't be here today and see what they've got to say. Hey, Muffley, is that you? Are you there? Yes, I am here. I am oh, here. Yes. Good. Good to oh, see you. well, Happy New Year. It, yes, Happy New Year. It's our New Year episode, and um, I'm trying to get as many people together as possible. It's not always possible to get everybody at the same time, but uh, I, I just wondered uh, how, how you were doing and, and what you're looking forward to in 2023. Um, well, yeah, Christmas was, I think I've mentioned before, sort of quite sedate when I'm in France. It was good, yeah. to, good to get away, and New Year's Eve was very quiet just a few drinks and nibbles but um as for the new year it's um it's going to be an interesting one because uh there's going to be 
more music. Uh, there's going to be more vocoder wrangling, probably. Okay. But then also um, with some of the tracks, there's a the potential to maybe go into a, a studio and sort of get more of a sort of live feel to them. So uh, mm. getting a brass section, for example. So it's got more of a sort of, let's say, a, an Amy Winehouse vibe to it, sort of, you know, that kind of thing going on. But um, it will depend on sort of various factors. I mean, yeah. there is the issue that <laughs> my work is undergoing a big reorganisation at the moment. So uh, not that I'm fretting about it too much, but I've got to bear that in mind, especially yeah. in terms of sort of um, spending money on mm-hmm. going to recording studios and stuff, because obviously that could mm-hmm. be quite pricey. But uh, the the thing that I know we've both got in common next year, mm-hmm. uh, this year, sorry, is um, uh, we both turned 50. No, no, that can't be true. I know it's 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 unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, so uh, I've got two friends that I went to school with, and we are um, we we've done a thing in the past. So for our fortieth, we went to India. Um, it's kind of like a sort of our trips are kind of like a sort of top gear sort of special, but without the sort of annoying boorishness. It's more sort of you know sort of a nicer experience, yeah. and. Um, for this 50th we're going to dubai so uh it was sort of where we decided upon eventually um the two people in question one of them lives in singapore who i saw last year when i was on holiday and the other one lives in paris and uh we decided that dubai was going to be the place to go to i mean i've been through dubai um airport a few times but it's going to be a bit of a new one on me so We'll see how that goes. As for the rest of the rest of the year, I just got to wait and see, really. But um, yeah, looking forward to doing some more music, maybe getting back into doing some writing as well. But um, we'll see how things go. And I know we're going to be uh, doing some bits of podcast stuff, and we've got something lined up for around the archives already. Which um, yeah. I don't know if we want to keep it a secret. Yeah, Probably ought to for them. Yeah, 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 I think, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've decided on something, uh, listeners, yeah. which, uh, I mean, it's it's not a subject that, you know, hasn't ever been touched before, but um, let's just say, for me, the episode of the thing we're talking about has a kind of sort of bigger meaning as to sort of where I grew up. So I'll just leave it like that. Yeah, yeah. It's not uh, Children of the Stones, by the way. No. There's not, <laughs> nothing to do with stone circles. No. Yeah. No. Um, no, we have to remain. We, listeners should just have to wait and see. Sure. But uh, um, yes, well, um, I, I, I just wanted to reassure you. I, I got through episode six hundred. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Th- you, got, you got it over the line. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. that's all good. Yeah. Th- things aren't quite back to normal, but um, they, they're better than they were. And uh, uh, well, we'll, well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll uh, keep in touch with Sniffy Martin. He'll he'll. Uh, he'll keep me up to, up to date i suppose but sure uh, yeah. yeah the one thing i've just remembered as well is that um you should hopefully be coming up to visit at some point yeah. and uh, yeah. i think you enjoy that because uh we've got a there's a park near where i live which i think you'll have some good experience well i say good experiences you'll have some experiences i mean whether they're good or not obviously because <laughs> you know probably some demons or vampires or you yeah, know jelly monsters jelly monsters will turn up and um whether sort of you know yeti uncle john's going to disgrace himself when he comes up as well probably. we'll just we'll just have to wait and see uh i have checked with the council um it is okay to 
land the spaceship in the park, but he's got to avoid the cricket pitch and also the bowling green. That's the provisos. Sure. Yeah. Of course. I've, I've got to still, um, you may remember we, we do have problems with Ick and his, um, his contract. Uh, I'm uh, hoping he'll be new, but, uh, um, uh, perhaps a, a trip up to you will be part of the, uh, the sweetener of the deal. Um, but, uh, he, he doesn't get to, he, he doesn't, he, he, he does do a lot of these transatlantic hops to to over to Pickle Hollow, though. I think, of um, course, yeah. Um, but but I think if if he comes to to, to see you, um, we'll, we'll have to make sure that he, he he doesn't feel like he's just being used as a taxi service. There's also the Japanese garden, which has a certain sort of mysterious quality, and some of the sort of um, Japanese plants there have a sort of alien quality to them as well. So he might yeah. feel quite at home, actually. I think you'll like that. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. Sounds promising. Okay, well, um, I better get back to the rest of the episode. But we we needed to speak to you a bit as as it as, as you know, a special first episode of the year and all that. And uh, and uh, may may twenty twenty three be a good year for us all and, and you out there, listeners, of course. Indeed, yes, I I, I second that. Indeed. Okay, right. Well, bye bye for now. Bye bye. Ah, oh, dear, oh dear, this is very frustrating. Uh, I wish I could sort... Th- oh, just a minute, I recognise. Martin? Martin, Hello. is that you? Yes, uh, oh. I'm calling you from outer space. No, I'm not. I'm calling uh, you from, from the Grim North, lad. Grim North, aye. Uh, 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 listen, this is Martin Holmes, not Snippy Martin, by the way. No. Um, but, um, well, Although, uh, you know, the way things are at the moment. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, good point, but... Um, I'm just having a bit of trouble. I don't know if you've oh, yes. got any advice. Um, I'm trying to get this machine working. What, what do you know about machines? Oh, machine! Oh, Lord above! Well, I did, I mean, long, long ago, I did used to. Um, I did used to maintain my own Ford Escort. And, and oh. I do remember. I do remember when I had my my Ford Cortina. I do remember. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It didn't go well. But we'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. Well, this this machine is quite important because it is kind it? of it is because yeah. It, 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 I, I, I'm kind of responsible for if it until it starts working. We're kind of stuck in 2022. Oh, how, how did you get that gig? The, the switchover gig. The, yeah. The, the switchover eater machine. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, click over the clockwork clunk into the new year. Blimey, yeah. there! I thought that was Big Ben's job. Well, it's because I, I did over 100 episodes this year. Uh, I, I, I got a special... A special prize. Thing, a special prize, yeah. See, that's uh, the thing. Sometimes these special prizes, yeah, best, best to you know, not not quite qualify. That's well, what I'm I always big, think. Yeah, Let I'm somebody big, else get a special prize, because well, you never know what special prizes. Yeah, and I'm beginning to see that... Uh, <laughs> um, I'm beginning to see that it's a bit of a, a responsibility, a bit of a burden. There's okay. no instructions. Um, no, what? On? There's no real... I, I, have you looked I, behind the clock? I'm not sure. Um, well, I'm sure I'll, 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 I'll keep looking. There, there must be something, but... Um, it might but, be written in, in Japanese, but the, the, there would definitely be some instruction. It's, you didn't get it from Ikea. Well, I don't know where it came. I just, I just accepted the gig and, and I thought it would be quite prestigious, but it's actually quite irritating and annoying. Um, team, team foot. Build yourself the team foot. I, 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 I,
I think I should, I should just have a little, a, a, a little rest. It always seems to be when I see you, I'm, 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 I'm out of breath. And uh, yes, uh, 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 yes. Uh, is it a big machine? It's quite, it's like quite sized. It's no, it's quite big. It's quite big. Um, it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. You know, I'm not, I don't want to suggest that you don't know what you're doing, or or, the, or or somebody's left you in the lurch. But I mean, is it something that is? Is it a one one person operator, or is it, or is it something that actually requires sort of several people? It, it, it's, it's hard to tell. It's very. Yeah. It looks very. Is there a big know, red button? There is a big red button, but <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm worried about though. Big red buttons sometimes mean bang. Yeah, bad they? things. Um, well, are there any other big buttons? Uh, I've seen enough Doctor Who to know that when when he goes under the console, bad things can happen. So, I it's like to... cut the blue wire, cut the red wire, cut the black wire, cut the green wire. Uh, obviously, you know, who killed Toby Wren? You yeah. know, you have to be careful yeah. about these things. Or, uh, uh, what, happens if, what happens if we what happens if we wiggle your ears? We might end up getting um, stuck well, in a time loop. my ears. God knows what that might They just come off, quite frankly. <laughs> the way things are dropping off me at the moment, it's. Yeah, you might be stuck in a time loop. Right. So, so there is definitely a red button. There's a red button. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. If you have you walked around the whole thing? Have you walked? Have you? Is there a big sort of yellow button on the opposite side? Or describe it to me. Is it? Is it? Is it, is it, is it clockwork? Is it? Is it made of metal? Is it a big cylinder? Is sort it? of weird, like shape. Like, mm-hmm. um, like I couldn't. It's not. It's like it, it can't. It's, it's like a poly moly decahedron. Yeah, it's like it can't decide which one it wants to be. Oh, but it feels like. Oh, it feels like yeah. the, the, it, it feels like it's been hastily uh, decorated by a, a you know a, one of those like a BBC set dresser. It feels like they've made more of an effort one side, not expecting the cameras to get the oh, the, the stuff. When I walked around it, the stuff around the back, you could see mm-hmm. how. You know, you can see the structure and the the bits of wood, and whereas around the front Stop. it looks very professional, but it's, they've not done it all the way around. Oh, um, bicycle chain, pistons. You know, it's, yeah, Ooh. it's very, it's very, it's kind of. I, I came in being quite. It's like those things where you, where you see something that looks impressive, but when you see behind the scenes, it's like, oh, it's being made by an egg with an egg box or something. Mm. So. Uh, well, the most important question is, what color is it? It it is sort of um, chrome, sort of mm-hmm. sh- shiny. Um, so you can see yourself. You can see your face in it. See my it's, face it's in it. Highly polished. Uh, at least I know I'm not a vampire. I can see my reflection. Oh, well, that's, that, that, that's that was reassuring. Yes. Uh, it, um, uh, is it is it showing off your gown to its its fullest extent? It, it, it is. It is. Um, what, well, at least you, it has its uses then. I mean, you know, you can you can, you can check your you can check your makeup and your hair and things. What, what is it they say when um, people have problems with uh, computers? Um, switch it off, switch it on again. Ah, do you think it's worth trying? Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, if I mean, uh, what? I mean, how 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 late are we for for the year starting? Uh, I don't think anyone's noticed yet. Right, and, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of alcohol about really, yeah everyone's partying it's just the countdown's taking a bit longer I mean, than usual the, the only real problem is if, if Jules Holland is you know on his last legs you know it's it's it, it, if, if he's if he's just sitting there with with, with bleeding piano fingers you know it's, yeah. it's but, possible you know, 
problem with that. But, you know what musicians are like, but yeah. they always, ex- you know, so we're, we're, to do an we're extra sort number. Of minutes rather than minutes. Hour, we're minutes. We're minutes. 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 Um, I think. I think. So, um, so this is not going to be a massive dimensional time shift to shift everything back on on track. Then. No, but I don't. I just don't know the implications. What about episodes of, of, of Vision on Sound that they could end up going out late? That's going to well, they, they often room, do, to be fair, if at all, quite frankly. It, but I mean, it, it's usually a question. No, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. We, we do think, have we do have a New Year's Day show actually. I think I'm <laughs> or going to. Whether it actually appears, I don't know. I think I'm going to go for the reboot, the control yes. delete thing. Is there um, a lever? Is there a lever? Is there a big, big fatty there's lever? A, there's round the back. There was. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to resist right. pressing well, the you, big. What I'm saying is, do you want, do you want me to? Do you want me to try and hold the lever down while you push the button with that? Maybe one of. Maybe one of us. Or, or is should, it just the question of finding the plug? I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe one of us should do the plug. One of us should press the red button. Right. I don't right. know. That's Which one do you want? Do you want? I to like the plan. I like the plan. I, I, well, I, I think you, you complicated electrics. I'll stand here by the button while you do the plug. Okay, I'm going around the back. So um, just okay. You, so I'll hold the button I, down while I'm you going around. I'm going around the back. Going around the okay. back. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Can you can you still hear me? Okay. Pardon? Can, can you still hear me? Okay. <laughs> yes, of course I can. Sorry. Alex. Okay, right. I'm going to press the. I'm going to turn it. Okay, put it out. Put the pull the plug out, and then I'm going to put it back in. So, and then when I push it back in, when I'll say go, and then you press the red button. Right. Okay. Right. So I'm, t- I'm pulling out the plug now, and now I'm going to push it back in, and I'm going right. to press the thing. And now you press press the red button now. Okay. Right. Oh. Something's happening. Ooh. Something's definitely happening. Wow, Ooh, I feel all oh, yes. renewed. 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 See the, clock, the clocks are ticking again. The, well, the date, the date. Forward. It's taking us, yes. Oh, thank goodness, yeah. yeah I, I, oh, I think it's the 1st of January 2023. Oh, we did it. Together we did it. If I'd realised, I would have bought my blowy, blowy buzzer thing, but oh, I didn't. Well, you know, Never mind. I'll just I mean, go... And make tooting noises. Well, one of the reasons <laughs> I took, yeah, one of the reasons I took this job was so I could avoid having to go to a New Year's party. So, um, I, 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 are you, I, are you I, hearing them though? Are you hearing them across the horizon? Yeah, I think so. Hearing? I can hear are things. The fireworks going off. I think so. I think it's all good. Yeah, I think it's all good. I think we've done it. It's right. Declared World War Three around here. Yeah. <laughs> now we just have to. Now we can just go back to our editing rooms and edit more episodes of our podcasts. Precisely. Well, uh, bear that in mind about the double zeros. You know, yeah. bit of a time shift. We're, we've we've time shifted slightly anyway, so you never. I mean, does this now mean that you've got less time in the new year to do the same number of episodes? Or... I'm sure, it'll just balance itself out. Is it a leap year this year? I'm not sure. Well, not but, uh, no. I think I think you've you've got this. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? You see, putting time out of whack. It, it, the whole year is going to feel strange. I don't. But think then I'll again, it. it's the Shy Life podcast. It's always going to feel strange. Uh, well, um, uh, I, I'm glad you were here to help. And uh, always a pleasure. Yes, and, and uh, we'll we'll be we've, we've got we've got some episodes in the can, and we've also we'll, we'll have more chatbot episodes throughout the year. So um, I can get back. At least we can actually get on and do it now that the year has started. So, okie dokie. Well, um, I better let you go, and you, I'm sure you. Yeah. Oh yes, I've got sleeping to do definitely. Sleeping. Yeah. To do, yeah. <laughs> okay, right. Oh, I suppose I better sweep up, and then then I'm going home. Oh, so that was the prize. You get to sweep up. Oh no, I I, I, I had a box. They gave me a box for Maltesers, gold ah. plate, gold plated Maltesers. Oh, are you sure? Well, no. 
Not really. They, I think it might just be gold wrap. But, uh, ah, okay. I was thinking anyway. that would do your teeth. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, see, see you soon. Anyway, thanks for thanks, thanks for all the help. Thanks for all the help. Always a pleasure. Always oh, dear. Right. Yes. There we go. That was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I can't. I, well, one of those conversations hasn't been recorded yet, so I definitely don't even, don't even know what's going on. <laughs> um, so yes, 1993 in in British TV, but I'm sure so much of British TV involves uh, US shows as well. That uh, um, hey, before Paul, I I got a question that can lead into this. Uh, and I, I just want to see if, if you all think my perception is true or not. And my perception is that I listen to a lot of podcasts from the UK. Mm. And many, so many of them are about pop culture, television, and movies. And I just wondered if you feel what I feel is that somehow there's a keener interest in that where you guys live than here uh or maybe it's just well i don't know i don't know do you have any any feelings about that well i suppose i'll, I'll put, put, say my my thoughts first but um i certainly feel certainly with our our group although doctor who was the thing that we were all into when because it finished in 1989 originally we, we had to find other things to do so it just made sense to kind of explore other maybe associated shows or other old shows from the same era some of uh, which we remember <clears throat> yeah because we're all about the same age and um it from sort of 90 onwards um andrew used to come to our to my house on a sunday and paul would be there and our friend keith would be there and um and we'd all he'd bring round a different a different show or a whole lot of new different shows that we um might have heard of but never seen and so there, there's from that point you know for several years we had a we had a feast of, of stuff exploration also i don't think it has to be it didn't have to be sci-fi it could and yet it could still be because people involved with doctor who were involved with things like um like the avengers which Although it has sci-fi elements, is 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 more spyish, I suppose. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, and then I think we all had our own, we all had our own shows that we liked. Like I have my like Bergerac and um, Prisoners of Lock H and Sons and Daughters, and and then you know certainly more recently, um, you, uh, Warren and Andrew. I've talked a lot about Z cars and things like that, which um, maybe it's, I don't know if it's easier to come by than it was back then. I don't remember people talking about it so much in the nineties, but. Uh. One piece of TV I remember from 93 was um, right at the end of 93, there was the great big plane crash in Emmerdale, mm. um, which was a big, big, big story, very controversial, um, probably not in very good taste, but. Um, I did. Yeah, I remember following that. Wasn't it badly timed? Because wasn't it coming up to um, one of the anniversaries of yes. Lockerbie? Wasn't Lock- it? Yeah. yeah, I think probably. Yeah, um, I, yeah, it was extremely controversial at the time, and um, actually, you know, pretty gruesome in some places. Um, is that is that the accident that had the 
Scottish soccer players, or is yes, it was okay. I remember. I do. I remember. Uh, no, Lock- Lockerbie was the Pan Am jet that had the bomb on board. It didn't it? That exploded. Oh, okay. Are you, are you oh, thinking of the Manchester United players in 1956 in uh, in Germany? Me? No. I'm. I'm okay. I was thinking of Lockerbie. Definitely. Yeah. I. I couldn't remember that. that. That was it. That's what I remember. One of the big, inter, inter, kind of international plane incidences. I. I you know, you asked a question earlier, Toppy, that about the. Um, come back to you. You said there is a prolific. Uh, I can't say it now. I borrowed someone else's teeth. A lot. Just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> prolific. <laughs> prolific amount of um, podcasts on film and TV and pop culture. And uh, yeah. I, there we are. We, we, we are awash, I think. Uh, and But there is so much that is the same amongst them as well. Mm-hmm. And there are, are very few that sort of stand up through head and shoulders above of the others. But I, I think it, a lot of people are creators who, who are unsure what to do, play on the side of safety and think, well, what are people are going to identify more with? I'll go something safe. I'll go television. I'll go radio. I'll go music. I'll go um, um films and i think that's what people initially start out with sometimes mm-hmm. is going down that because that they feel safe doing it as well and they know that it's it's a good win isn't it because people like the entertainment uh factor of the podcast and they like the entertain looking into that entertainment genre as well i think so i think yeah we are a wash but i always think it's a it's a starting off platform isn't it if you use something that you know is going to be popular then you're going to build your confidence up to perhaps go to something that may end up being more niche but you feel mm-hmm. more confident in doing it i, I mean yeah, what, what, one thing I, I will say is that you know what our sort of group of friends are all of a sort of similar age obviously mm-hmm. and i think we we come from that period in the sort of mid to late 80s when old stuff did start to become more available through repeats of things like hancock's half hour and steptoe and what have you but also you had video recorders becoming more available as well mm-hmm. so it was that whole thing about being just able to swap programs with people and say i've seen this would you like a copy absolutely and that that feeds into the early 90s up into 93 when all the doctor who stories started being released on video mm-hmm. so and again for a lot of people this was a journey of discovery wasn't it yes because a lot of this stuff we just had not been able to see no so there was always something happening every month. Was, yes, there wasn't was there? a release every month. Yeah. It was interesting so. how um, we relied before then on people's memories. Yeah. And when we would see a story that perhaps we would think in a series that held a lot of regard in people's memories, when you actually saw it, it didn't cut the mustard to a certain extent. It didn't reach what you expected. But yet stories that had been... Um, the gunfighters, for example, have been done down for so many years, is a absolute genius piece of work. It is. Uh, mm. But yet we were told this is a terrible, terrible set of four episodes. And it's, you know, the ratings are terrible, so they must have reflected what we feel. But if you watch it now, it's so imitative and it's so creative and it's it's witty, but it's all the characters... I mean, William Hartnell was in that was meant 
well, was playing his full strength to his full strength. He loved doing comedy. All right, he's he's a character actor, but he's very good at comedy and comedy timing. And he knew exactly what he was doing in the gunfighters. Oh, yeah. But yet, you put him in an exceptionally serious piece of sci-fi. And he does seem to be all at sea because he's going, oh, I'm going to have to be grumpy in this. I'm going to have to do this. He's looking at Cotton's script and he's going, this is this is wonderful. And he plays it so wonderfully well. But yet we were told before we ever saw that, before it ever became commercially available, what a terrible story it was. When I joined the Doctor Who Appreciation Society in 1980, the first thing I learned was don't believe the don't believe the hype don't don't believe the loud the big voice uh you know very always make up your own mind it's it's difficult to know about other groups of fans because we only really knew our our we didn't really fan groups didn't necessarily merge in the same way but I, i i don't know i like to think that we were a little bit different because we were that well when we but when we started making our our films we did do like the the the, the spoof on genesis of, of the daleks or we did do the, the spoof on 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 blake but then we started doing our own thing because it was kind of which I'm, I'm i'm pleased we did because there's only so much i don't know i i have a bit of a hang-up about i think about only doing things that are in awe of other people's creativity mm-hmm. i'm glad we did things that were unique to us like there are, there are the scripts that nick wrote or sutton park no, nobody else did those and they're not even though they may you know sutton park may have spoofed things it, it was still its own thing so i'm glad we didn't spend the whole of the 90s just doing more like us uh, pretending to be doctor who uh, like uh, we, we did adapt uh, we did even evolve when, when we did rayfish shift they, they were we were our own but people you know we 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 very much had our own little roles in in that and we did our own thing i don't think we tried to emulate anybody else i don't know if other fan groups did kind of move away from only being in awe of of the shows they were fans of and did their own unique things i they probably did but we just don't know about them um yeah i, I think I'm, i certainly wouldn't have wanted you know, there's a good launching post yeah uh, but but you did you did want to go on and do your own thing um you, it wouldn't have been satisfying to have done um sort of like a, a, a different a different tv show spoof each time it, that that one just wouldn't have uh... i'm looking at this list of things from 93 and there's a lot of things but they're not very interesting <laughs> so I'm just trying, to, trying to pick up well they seem very inconsequential so i'm looking for some that are a little bit more like it itv introduced a third weekly episode of the bill not exactly the most exciting fact. So I'm trying to find something that's a little bit more groundbreaking than than that. Um, I mean, from, from an American point of view, on the 20th of January 1993, BBC Two airs live coverage of the inauguration of Bill Clinton uh, as as the 42nd president of the United States. Now, BBC Two is is a sort of secondary channel, so I, um, yeah, I guess it was. I don't know how many people knew it was on, or whether it was trumpeted at the time. It wasn't put on the main channel, but. Uh, um but then i don't i mean some of these some of the facts i can see here i i, I either dispute or or um I, if it was the case then i'm not sure what, what happened for, for, for instance 
on the 7th of February, this is very personal to me, having completed its initial run of 692 episodes of Prisoner Cell Block H in December 1991, Central begins rerunning the series from the first episode. It is shown weekly, late on Sunday evenings, till the end of 1994. Now, I debate that to a certain extent, because I was in that region in those years. And I do remember, I didn't have great TV reception, but I do remember they did start to show it again, and I was quite excited. But uh, my memory was that it kind of, certainly don't remember it running to the end of 1994. I, I thought that they kind of got bored a lot sooner than that, unless I didn't realise it was Sunday evenings, or at least or, or my TV reception was so bad, I just had to give up trying to, to even watch it, which is possible, because I did have bad TV reception for a lot of the early to mid 90s um because of places i lived which didn't have good uh, reception but uh, um trying to see what apparently did, did uh have a resurgence of jerry anderson yes in the early 90s didn't we think bbc2 repeat grabbed yeah. thunderbirds and it went viral with the kids that's right that nine yeah captain scarlet i think yeah so i i at the time i was regularly having a lunch um on my day off with graham oh. leithman who does all the artwork for the anderson stuff and he would he, after lunch we'd go into a toy shop and he'd always look at the artwork on the toy shop and think hmm have i been paid for this ah. You know, he, he he would get get it all off and think, hmm, yeah, <laughs> check it all out. <laughs> um, well, on the sixteenth of February, we have the final episode of Count Dracula. That's um, <laughs> again not necessarily the most groundbreaking. Uh, uh, Did he get staked or something at the end? Well, in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Peter Cushing came in and staked him, then put him in a pancake roll and ate him. <laughs> now, now, I I didn't necessarily know this because I don't, don't think I was that big a fan of the TV show The Detectives, but on the 24th of February, apparently... John Nettles makes a cameo appearance as Jim Bergerac in an episode of The Detectives set in Jersey. Well, that's about two years after Ber Bergerac. I guess it's like um, Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred appearing as the Doctor and Ace in that um, science show so, after, science, after, yeah. after after the series um, had actually finished. But uh, um, now, the, one of the controversial programmes of the year in that it had come from a very popular book, but was the TV show wasn't successful? Um, in February, they they BBC aired the twelve part adaptation of A Year in Provence with John Thor and Lindsay Duncan, um, <laughs> which was well considered a base base smug at the time. Watching that, it, when I was I spent a lot of time it in hands, didn't it? It did get hands. And um, uh, yeah, I remember you're in Provence being around. Not interested, really. I, I have it on DVD, but I think I've watched like the first disc, and I, I just don't remember. I think my main thing about it was just that it wasn't. I mean, I thought I would like it because of the locations, but I just don't think there was enough going Any on. Any car chases? Does he nick anyone? I, I wasn't, but I. But I can I can cope without car chases. I just don't think. There was oh no, going it's not on. good. Yeah, unless he's in his Granada. Yeah. Um, I've, I've never found John Thor interesting. I have to say, I like the Sweeney, but mm. <laughs> uh, never buys uh, a round in Morse, does he? I've never seen him it? buy a round in Morse. <laughs> He's a senior officer. It's his right not to buy a round. 
So. It's also bloody expensive in Oxford. It is expensive in Oxford, yeah, yeah, yeah. And tiny in the White Horse. Yeah. I don't know how they got the camera crew in there. <laughs> is the beer good in Oxford, though? Depends where you go, doesn't it? Some of it, yeah. some of it, yeah. We, 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 we had Spider-Man round past us once, yeah, didn't we, did, we yeah. in Oxford? Yeah. What, towards the gents, or...? <laughs> no, we were, we were set outside a pub and, um, yeah, Spider-Man ran past you. Yeah. That like, always okay. worries me. If Spider-Man needs the gents, he's got no zip. <laughs> That's Kenny Everett. Kenny Everett. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going to lead on to the Kenny Everett joke. Uh, yes. Now, sometimes when we do these uh, uh, talks about TV, we, we, it mentions films that got their TV debuts, and and I think Warren and I noticed that the yeah the the more you get into the nineties, the quicker it is for turnaround. Some of the well, I think some of the films in in the eighties that were being shown yes. were like they were already like nearly 20 years old or 10 years old but it's, it's getting a lot more um uh, on the 18th of april the network television premiere of nuns on the run on channel four so that was <laughs> yeah. like two, i watched that the other night uh, it's still Eric good robbie Coltrane. Are, when well, that was in it in tribute to robbie coltrane i watched that uh, at the end of april this is again very very me i'm afraid um and, and very <laughs> inconsequential, but episode six, six, 1,681 of Neighbours was screened, which is the first episode that does not feature the 1980s style titles and theme music. Um, and it was an episode that had shown in Australia in 1992. I, I don't think, I'm not even sure I was watching Neighbours by 93, because I would have, again, I would have been at university, too busy making Sutton Park. Oh, I mean, sorry, too busy going to lectures and working really hard. Oh, I never saw you in the episodes where you did that. <laughs> I didn't film the boy. So, what was the new title sequence like? Was it like was it like going through space with stars and a neon logo or something? What was it? Does Bouncer's face <laughs> appear? That's all I want to know. Bouncer's face appearing in the stars. You know? <laughs> in, in May, Pete Beale made his final appearance on EastEnders. Twinkle. Uh, yeah. I always used to th- think he said twinkle, but never mind. No. <laughs> like twinkle. Twinkle. <laughs> twinkle. That's... He went on the run with an old fr- flame and then was killed off screen. That's right. That's Petra Markham. By a gangster. That was. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. That's why you, you it, as Toby, you, you go all Pete Beale on uh, uh, in one scene in Prison in the Sun, don't you? Oh, God, I do, don't I? Oh, God. Twinkle. Twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> That was a little tribute to it, bless you. Um, I I was reminded here that in May 1993, it was a a quite exciting year for UK with the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, We came second, but I remember watching that and it was literally down to the final vote as to, it was a year that Sonia represented us with a song called Better the Devil You Know, not the Kylie song, but another song with that title. Um, But uh, yeah, I remember it being right down to the final the final country as to whether we were going to win and we didn't win, but, uh, um, yeah, it's, Poor old Sonia. I, I, I it, that red Sonia. <laughs> yeah. She was actually, um, well, she was redhead, wasn't she? Yes. Got that bit. Let, let me see what else. She had a big mouth. I remember that. Bless <laughs> Oh, Warren. No, no, I met it in a nice way. Uh, I didn't, I didn't get she has a big mouth, so she could always, she always reminded us of being happy, chirpy, smiling, and she had a loud voice. Okay, do you want to stop digging now, Warren? Because someone lower me the oxygen down. I'm, in I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Um, 
on the 10th of June, Les Dawson died. Um, oh. Uh, he's sort of, he was known for, well, he had his own shows, didn't he? But he was known for Blankety Blank yeah. uh, in yeah, the, the 80s. Puddle of Gus par excellence. <laughs> um, apparently, there was a show called Stingray that started on Sky One and it wasn't anything to do with the 60s show and it caused confusion. July 1993, um, 9th of July, BBC One airs the final episode of El Dorado. That's the soap uh, opera that lasted about a year and wasn't a big success. Again, um, the, the, the baddie in that, Marcus Tandy, the, the Keith, when we did Prison and Sun Keith, in tribute to that, because we shot it a few weeks later, um, got out his sunglasses and, and did his best Marcus Tandy impression. <laughs> I think that was one of the cases yes. where the act, the ratings were actually going up again by the time they'd acted mm. it. But, uh, but I, guess, I guess they want a quick turnaround of success. Oh, it says on the 26th of August, June Brown makes her last appearance on EastEnders as Dot Cotton. <laughs> although she would return in 1997. So, and then I think she was in it loads of times after that. So it's not written. <laughs> it's, it's just... Um, yeah, a break, having a break. But, uh, what else have we got? 6th of September, debut of the Trolley Dash game show Supermarket Sweep with Dale Winton, which I think is probably the first thing he did that where he started becoming sort of uh, well-known. Uh, <laughs> Annoying? Uh, <laughs> Anne, Anne Robinson makes her debut as presenter of Watchdog. And Taking over from Lynn's fold. Was. I was going to say, yeah, we were we were watching UFO the other day, and uh, we uh, when watched the watchdog satellite came up. Um, Ali and I both went into Lynn Fawkes Wood impressions. It's <laughs> <laughs> watchdog. <laughs> he beat me to it. <laughs> I was going to go watchdog. We've got the network premiere of Dead Poet Society in September. Uh, that came that comes from 1989. I saw that loads of times at the cinema. Um, is that Matt Damon? Sorry? Is it Matt? Who, who's it with? Uh, um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yeah, but isn't one of them Matt Damon? Um, I think it's a bit early for Matt Damon. I don't... I don't Matt Damon. I don't, um, I don't think he, he was... Matt Damon! Unless he was in it. So <laughs> it wasn't I'll have any, to look it up now. He, he, if he was in it, then it would have been as like not as the main character. He wasn't one of them. He wasn't well known at that point if he was in it, but uh, oh yes, uh, oh no, uh, Ethan oh, Hawke. That was it. Sorry, sorry, Ethan Hawke. Oh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, um, easily confused. <laughs> uh, the U.S. superhero series Mighty Morphin Power Rangers makes its UK debut. Um, although it was on Sky One, so I don't know how many people noticed. Um, my my um, godson was a big Power Rangers fan. And of course, in, with his Plymouth accent, he was go, go Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if I had been the right age, if, if that had come around, I, I probably would have been nuts about that show. But but it was far too late. I was far too much of an adult. <laughs> <laughs> not convincing anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I often dress up as one, but in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> oh, no, stand. Not not the spandex. No, not again. <laughs> the, the 23rd of November 1993 was the 30th anniversary of Doctor Who. And, and on the tw- 26th and 27th of November, we got the two-part 
not at all special dimensions in time. Uh, <laughs> and, and we got Planet of the Daleks repeated. There's probably more yeah. more room. Yeah. And Kevin Davies' documentary. documentary. Yes, more yes. than 30 years. Oh, yes. yeah, and that's... the Aqueduct. They <laughs> <laughs> refer to it here as the first new Doctor Who episode since the series ended. I don't think anyone really seriously considers it so. canon. No. Um, uh, Wikipedia. It, although, didn't, hasn't someone done novelisation? Novelisation. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, so what do they do when they have to come to the bit where you choose who saves the day? Like a choose your own adventure. <laughs> oh, Big Ron or Mandy? Yeah, yeah, I prefer Big Ron doing yes. it. That was in 3D, we should say about the 3D. It was in 3D. I couldn't see the 3D. You couldn't see the 3D? No. no. And it features a, a, a cameo by Annette Badland, one of the promotional thing where Sylvester comes out of the TARDIS and uh, the, the woman watching is Annette Badland's. Oh, right. okay. Hmm. But yeah, you got you got free glasses with the Radio Times, yes. didn't you? That's right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wish they, yeah, I wish they did free like. glasses with it now. I could do it you back. <laughs> Um, yes, your controversial episode of Emmerdale is mentioned on the 30th of December. That's right. Um, I knew it was right at the end. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, all those all those that didn't renew their contract were toast. But, uh, oh, and uh, I think he does it. Every, I think he does it every year now. Hey, but um, 31st of December 1993 was the first Jules Holland Hootenanny. And I tell you what happened that day. Um, Keith and I went to. Trafalgar Square. We spent the whole of uh, that night um, wandering the streets of London uh, oh, uh, uh, all night long. It was very interesting seeing the capital completely dead. And um, we, we, yeah, we, and we went home in the milk train, never to be repeated. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I've, I've done that once before. Now I can, I can. It's one of those things you do if you live up that way, isn't it? Yeah. That you have to get it out of the way yes. with one. And you get there, it's over and done with within 10 minutes, and then yes. you wonder how the hell you're going to get home, and why the hell did I do this in the first place? And there's 2,000 people trying to get into one McDonald's. Yes, that's uh, the one. Yeah. Let's have a pee, and, and then suddenly everyone disappears. Either they, I don't know if they go to ground or go to clubs or something, but, you know, it, it, it's streets and streets of absolute emptiness. Warren? Mm. Uh, Hello. Or, am I imagining this, or did you once say you met Jules Holland? No, no, not met Jules. No, not met Jules oh. Holland. I'm imagining it then. Mm. <laughs> it must have been a dream. <laughs> <laughs> By 93, I think it'll always be being engaged on all my adventures in Bristol, which can be seen on one of the episodes of Sutton Park. Yes, um, and um, the film, the starting of the, the film, The Prison in the Sun. Although, and uh, very exciting. Looking at a list of Shows that debuted in 1993, and I'm finding it difficult to keep awake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not a classic year, I'm afraid. Uh, <clears throat> hey, I, I, let me let me sling some of these shows from the U.S. from '83. I mean '93. Now, I tried to think while you guys while you were talking. I tried to hammer my brain to remember them on my own. And I I just couldn't remember anything from 93. So I had to call up a list. Mm. And <clears throat> so here's, here's some interesting things. The X-Files started in 93. That was huge here. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, uh, Frasier. Yeah, go ahead. I, well, I, I feel like some of our, some of your shows we got later or they came. I have a feeling like 
X-Files may even have gone via Sky One to start with before it came onto mainstream too. Oh, so, see, on main, it was on on, on uh, mainstream by 94. Maybe. Yeah, it definitely was on Sky, yeah, because the, the BBC bought it up quickly, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, uh, now see, I didn't watch it when it first came on because it was on Fo- Fox Network, which uh, was relatively uh, yeah. new. And I just got the impression from what little I'd seen is that they did subpar stuff. So I never watched yeah. the X-Files until much, much later. But yeah. here's here's a few. Uh, Frasier started that year. That was super popular. Yeah. Walker, Texas Rangers, Star, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. Oh, yes. Texas Ranger. Ali's been watching that on um, CB Action or what is, is CBS Action? CBS. Yeah. I come yeah. in from work sometimes and she's watching, she's there watching it. My dad used to love that, Walker, yeah. Texas Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the US, Chuck Norris has become one of those stars that, that's gone deep right wing. And no, nobody's supposed to like him anymore. <laughs> uh, cancel culture. That was also the year NYPD Blue came out. I definitely watched that. It's. It mm. seems uh, that was good. Uh, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, Babylon 5 came out that year. Now, here's a couple. I want to see if these came from the UK because a few of these, I think, did. Do you guys remember Cracker? Yes. yes. Uh, but is, was it the... Was, was it the because I'm not sure if that's one of those shows that got remade in America? Is, is this the version, the British version, or the American? I don't know. It starred Robbie Coltrane. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. the version we saw. Yeah, okay. I, I never used to watch it, but I remember it being on. Yeah, let me let me run this one by because this one also seems to me it must have come from you guys. It was called Sharp. Yes, oh, Lisa, tell him about Sharp. Yes. Come yes. on, what's Sharp, Lisa? Sharp is um, uh, it's, it's a well, it's a series about the Napoleonic Wars and um, well, an a officer of the ninety um, fifth regiment, which is the Green yeah. Jackets. Because um, Lisa's done a whole episode of Vision on Sound about Sharp. About Sharp, yeah. yes. okay. Which is starring Paul McGann. And then he bust then, his leg. Yeah, then he played football and hurt his knee and had to be flown back to England and they got Sean Bean in. It's one of the few things Sean Bean doesn't die in. <laughs> so but that that ran a, a long time. It says here it went from ninety three to two thousand and eight. Yeah, that's there was a big gap. It did ninety three to ninety seven, then it came back in um two thousand seven, two thousand and eight. So there's a bit of a gap. gap. Lisa, I, I remember um, taking me around a museum of a war museum uh, with a very sharpy kind of era um, warfare, you know, and and soldiering. Yes, that's yeah. The that's the uh, I can't remember what it's called now. It's the it's the museum the Brigadier pulls up outside in um, National Army Museum. Yes, that's in right. London. Yeah, yes. yeah that was the only reason I wanted to go. Yeah. Sharpy bits. Yeah, yeah. Because the Brigadier had been there. I think I got a couple more from Britain, but here I just ran across the lowest of lows from 93, Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) Oh, God. We went to see the film, didn't we, Joe? I took you to the cinema to see that, didn't I? You You must have hated him. (laughs) In front of my auntie Dorothy, you said, uh, oh, we're we're just going to see Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) You're (laughs) jolly (laughs) good. (laughs) 
Somewhere in the house, I've got the script yeah, book up, of the movie. The room, oh, no. Yes. Yeah. I have. I have. Oh, take it out and burn it quickly. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was 90, 97, the movie, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. We, 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 it took me off to the cinema to see that. I don't, yeah, it's fun. I, I don't know, if, I, I don't know if, I, if I'm right in saying, but certainly my experience was that you mentioned Deep Space Nine. I remember, but I think around this time I started flat sharing or house sharing with with my friend Kerry, who I was at university with and who did a lot of Sutton Park. And um, I, I don't know whether Deep Space Nine was being, quite when it was being shown on TV, but I remember him, the, the deep, but the videos were certainly out. And I remember him buying the videos as they came out. And the episodes I saw weren't on TV. They were from that. I don't, I don't know if the videos came out in advance of it being shown on TV or whether, again, it was shown on a different channel that, I'm not quite sure, but uh, um, <clears throat> you know, he was just buying it because he was collecting it anyway. But I, I got a few more to run by you, and a <clears throat> couple of them, I'm, I, I just again, I think are, are from the UK. Do you guys remember Sequest that started in '93? Oh, Sequest, yeah, yeah, Schneider. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And the talking dolphin. Yeah, the awful talking dolphin, and that. There was a kid in it as well, wasn't it? It's always oh, a kid. It's always, always a kid, yeah. <laughs> we had a Diagnosis Murder with Dick Van Dyke. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mary yeah. Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> you want Mary Poppins? Okay, now this strikes me, it must have come from the UK. It's called Wycliffe. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's Jack, Jack Shepherd. Shepherd, yeah. Yeah, yeah Jack in Cornwall. Yeah. Possibly the most boring police series I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said that. Oh, buy your drink for that, Lisa. <laughs> what happens in it, then? No, what are the murders? Oh, it has the most depressing oh, titles God, in the yeah. world. Yeah. And all the characters are made of wood. Yeah. The only interesting episode I've ever seen had Louise Jameson in it. Yeah. And that's the only reason. Because it's Louise Jameson and she instantly made it better. Yeah. So, how about yeah. um, how about peak practice? Oh my, that, my dad used to watch that. That's, yeah, uh, that's um, horse's assistant, isn't it? Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Waitley. Yeah, and um, um, it what? says uh, Gary Mavers, Simon Shepard, Esther Coles, Marjorie yeah, Jason. It's it's one of those series that had um quite a few cast lists so it starts off with one lot of people because it was set in a, in a doctor's surgery in a practice and then they would leave and different doctors would come along so it was quite a good series really in the fact that you could just keep reinventing it because you'd just get new actors as new characters in so and until it sort of ran out of steam at some point in the early 2000s i guess or the late 1990s you know what was super mega popular um here and just was oh god I don't know how many years all creatures great and small oh, all creatures grunt and smell yeah, yeah that, uh, <laughs> that, no I mean that, that uh, was that from the originally from the late seventies but it yeah even it's came come and back went. brief it's come back now as it's it? come back as a totally different but that's um, uh, Peter Davison who played the Fifth Doctor that's the thing that he was known for when he was cast in Doctor Who he was he was um, Known for only uh, for all creatures great and small. And I have to say, the new series is absolutely lovely and has got the absolutely wonderful Samuel West as Siegfried. And he's it's it's brilliant. It's you know just as good as the original. So 
So I just got a couple more. I didn't. I, I, this seems astonishing to me, but the Late Show with David Letterman started in '93. That's weird. Um, let's see. Seems like there was one more. And what about? I don't. This might have been from the UK. Time tracks. I know. I know, but I don't know much about it. Um, okay. I'm not sure. How about this one? Do you guys remember Doctor Finlay? Oh yes, yes, Finley. Yes, they. Yeah, we. It's that's a remake, isn't it? It's an ITV remake of the BBC. Yeah. Sort oh. of original mm. with um, David Rintel and Ian Bannon. Yeah. And Annette Crosby. The village where they they filmed the original in Scotland. Hmm. Well, it's interesting to me how many hits came to America at that time. That you know that they would this would have been because this is what I just read were the top fifty in ninety three. So all those UK shows I just mentioned were all in the top fifty. Can I can I, think, I ask you a, a, a quick question, Toppy? Because yeah. in the sort of late eighties, early nineties, we the thing that was leveled at mainly at the BBC was they were importing a hell of a load of American dramas over into this country. Mm-hmm. Did you have it in reverse over in the States where well, you were a wash of, of British dramas in, in, in a particularly short period of time? Well, it's funny. There, really early on, it seems to me we really had a lot. And that was in the age of UFO and the Avengers and... Mm, uh, those puppet shows, uh, and uh, that, that I, I, maybe that's just because I was a kid and I watched all those. But later on, not so much. What we had, uh, I think, what really, what we saw in America, sometimes was strictly uh, shown on uh, public television, and and we called it masterpiece theater. And it would it would be all British shows, um, and shot on video. I guess this, that was the thing. But you know, you know, for whatever odd reason, I don't think that happened as much. We I don't ever remember like an onslaught or just like tons of them. They would. I I think probably based on those top fifty I just read. Probably only the the ones that really got ratings. I, that's what I imagine. Um, the reason they, you know, premiered here. But I don't think the reverse is. You know, I don't think we got hammered with them. It's it's a definite uh, a definite mystery. Some of these things, but uh, if if you have uh, a mystery, it's good to be able to metagrobalize. Hmm. Better globalize. It's it's a, a it's a, a weird word I have for you. And in fact, I have a few weird words coming up. Metagrobalize means to mystify or to puzzle out. Never heard of that word. No, me neither. Um, see what else like. Um, if if I was going to say, um, I just saw you uh, titubate. What, what have I seen you do? Oh, good lord. 
Not in this cold, cold weather, weather surely. surely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to arrest you if you do that. Titubate means to stagger or to stumble. Um, what, on the ice? I did that yesterday. Um, let me see. Some of these. I'm not going to pick any words I can't pronounce because I have enough of that. Oh, my goodness. Um, what's the sub Subintelligenter. Subintelligenter. Uh, implication understood, though not stated. <laughs> a word not uh, a word seen on the screen, but not pronounced. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, um, what else? Oh, what, what? What if I say your your salpiform? What am I saying? I'm saying that you are shaped like a babble. Ah, but the contents have aged well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I think we I do. I do have um, two guests who are going to come on to do our final section of the show. I think you can probably guess who they are. Um, Comedy, Yeti Uncle John, come on, come and join us. Come on down. Say hello. Hey. Say hello. <laughs> well, hello, guys. Happy New Year. We've been waiting in the wings, haven't we, Cromarty? Oh, yes, we most certainly have. Oh, yes. Oh, happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Happy New Year. Uh, yes, so I, uh, uh, I, I, I've apologised uh, to Cromarty for my behaviour. I want to thank you, Warren, for setting me on the right path. And uh, I, I feel a lot better for... for uh, yeah. uh, not, I, a problem, be... not a problem, son. You always had it in you. Always uh, had it in you. Property, uh, uh, am I being am I being much nicer to you? Well, property, am I? <laughs> oh yes, you are. <laughs> we are joking. We are joking. No, we uh, we you 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 uh, have encouraged me to become more confident, Warren. So I thank ah. you for that. Uh, ah. you, you, know... you always had it inside you. <laughs> I did, but I've had it removed. But anyway. Um, so, guys, what what are you here to do? Well, I was going to do a little striptease first, and uh, no, <laughs> no, oh, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. But, but I didn't mind if you did that. But, no, it doesn't work on audio. We've tried that before. Oh, right. uh, what are we going to do? We're going to do. Um, would, would you rather? We're going to do a couple of would you rather questions and ask round the round the ring as to would they rather? Would they rather? Oh yes, all right. Sorry. So, Cromarty, if you want to read one, and get Uncle John read one, um, let me let me get it all sorted out. Um, can I dear. top you up? Oh, you can. Is that the question? Is that one of the options? These two have been knocking back the wine the whole episode. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I was on fizzy water, so you know. Um, Oh no! Not the fizzy water. Yes, I think we don't. We don't. We don't. Yes. So uh, I'm going to ask you: Would you rather go a year without combing your hair or a year without deodorant? (laughs) Well, I I, I don't have any hair, so uh, I I think uh, a year without deodorant. I would rather go a year without combing my hair because I don't have any hair to comb. Yeah. Um, What about those of us with hair? I have li- not very little hair, so I'll, I'd rather go without combing because yeah, I, 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 I actually I don't think I've combed my hair for uh, twenty years now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
definite, definite go without Ken for me. Yeah. And uh, 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 what about anybody else? I, I, I am, I am lacking in the floral department. However, <laughs> I can always plait my chest hair, so I could go without doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I think I've got a very high forehead, haven't I, Lisa? Uh, quite a hot forehead. <laughs> <laughs> In the like T-Fell T- 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah I can't... There's, there's stuff there still, but yes. I, I, I could probably go without touching it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, that, that wasn't, wasn't the question, question was it? No. I guess I could go without combing my hair, but... Yeah, it would be very tangly, though. You get it cut quite regularly, though, don't you? Yes. Well, more regularly ladies than me. Ladies do, yes. Ladies, ladies do. Ladies do. Yeah. Yes. Does it grow, do ladies' hair grow faster, then, do you think? No, it just keeps it... Well, you get to a certain age in life when you realise there's nothing beats a good haircut because it, it, it helps you to look <laughs> nice. Ever so. since you grew hair, you could first sit on. <laughs> yeah, I've never been able to sit on it. It's never got that long. So. <laughs> <laughs> That must be awkward because it must take forever to dry when you wash it. So. Uh, through a mangle. But, uh, Lisa, I, I got a question. I've heard a woman say this, and I want to know if this is true. Okay. Uh, she said she had long hair, and mm-hmm. she said she cut it short, and for a week or so, she it made her dizzy. Is that, is See, that a I, thing? I've never had long enough hair to try that out, really, I don't think. I, I, it's barely... It, it, I think the longest I've ever had it, it, it got to just above my shoulders because I have um, very unruly hair once it gets past a certain <laughs> it length. It picks fights. It does, it does it likes. So, so it has to sort of... That's why I get it cut regularly, otherwise it just... It, yeah, it doesn't sit properly. So I blame my dad. My dad used to have to brill cream his hair to within an inch of its life to get it to stay the way. You, otherwise, he looked like Ken Dodd, as he would say. Mm-hmm. So Ken Dodd in full, you know, tatty hilarious mode. Yeah, so. and thought number two for me is, I I don't think I'd recognize Paul if he didn't have a cap on. <laughs> I don't think I'd <laughs> me if I didn't have a cap. I <laughs> I, I would I would second that. Um, there was a period where I didn't wear them as much. It's somewhere between when I did and now. But I've got a picture of us in 1988, and yep, you've got a cap yeah. there, and you know, it's always been there. And I think pretty well, much the most I did. You'll rewrite scripts to put your cap on. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> that before. I've always wanted to buy him one with one of those little propellers on the top. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, when I started losing my hair, it just seemed like. You know, photo photos look better with a hat on rather than a shy, well, with a shiny bald pate that kind of glows. So yeah, I, that's why I stuck my hat on. So it's never come off. Yeah, that's it's a good look. Cromarty, what's your question? Oh, okay, would you rather be an infamous villain or an unknown superhero? Ooh, mm. interesting. Um. I think an unknown superhero would be quite. I don't know. I want. I don't, well, it depends. As long as I can pay the bills. Um, uh-huh. Well, I, I think I'm incapable of being a villain as I'm just racked with guilt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just generally. Yes, I, I. I think I'd get too guilty as well. It's. It's. You know. I'd spend the whole time worrying that I'd upset people. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I'd like to be a supervillain, but yeah. Well, I already know what it's like to be an unknown podcaster, so I'm going to go with yeah. I got to. I'd be fine with the unknown superhero. I'd have the same problem. I, I'd feel guilty. I'd be, I'd worry constantly. So, definitely the superhero. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, it depends what gadgets I get as the baddie. Oh, good question. If there's some, if there's some devilishly good gadgets, and I've got a good-looking sidekick, then I, I might actually go with the with the bad. Also, infamous baddies always come back, don't they? They've always been. <gasps> You're right. Um, so you you never be out of work. Hmm. I, I, I'm see. I'm, I'm erring with Nick on this one because infinite baddie. You talk to all the actors. And they say they like to play a baddie. Yes. Because there's so much That's in the true. baddie. Um, they say, with a nice, everyone knows you're going to be nice. And especially character actors who've always played nice people really hearken to play a good baddie. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think I could be a really nasty, evil baddie. Oh, no. I'd have to be I, I would be racked with guilt about that afterwards. I, I'd be, I'd be a baddie and then i'd apologize afterwards yes yeah. <laughs> give, give it all that, back that's a nice compromise actually. yeah maybe yeah. we we could all be a baddie in the sense uh, that that robin hood was a baddie i mean he did that's steal really, yeah it's a really good but idea. He gave it to the rich so i don't look good in tight so <laughs> <laughs> and just imagine all the sort of actors you get to work with and sort of tie up and sort of say you've interfered with my plans for the last time oh no I want a lair in a vol- hollowed out oh, volcano yes. that's what I <laughs> <laughs> that's what lots of TV screens there showing I'm lost like, episodes of I'm TV so, programs sort of a hollowed out gasometer you know I'm, I'm <laughs> something too grandiose yeah. well Cromarty weren't you a baddie when you first came back on the Charlotte podcast oh well um, um, oh, oh, oh golly Keith Uncle John, trust you to bring that up. Cromarty wasn't uh, a baddie. He, he had had a few years of hard times, hadn't hadn't you, Cromarty? Yes, I, I mean I did live in your wall space for a bit and watch you, but uh, I, I soon got uh, I soon recovered. <laughs> that reminds me, can I have my micro cameras back, please? <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Look, um, we we might come back and have a couple more questions after the end theme, but. Uh, um before we go i i uh i should just do, do a, a check on the podcast um any uh new year's resolutions for your, your podcast any things you're looking forward to i'm looking forward doing? to the, the the next film episode coming out which yes, is yes where we we've, <laughs> we've got we've got um we've got episodes that have been hiding in the archives for a while that will be coming out involving nick um what what is the cinematic sausage? Um, what, what, have you got any plans for? I haven't months? got a clue. <laughs> 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 I'm right. going to de- delve deep into my sausage sack. And I think we might be we might, we might be, be doing, doing something, something about, about dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Oh yes, yes, Lisa's Lisa's going. To, yes, Lisa's dinosaurs. I, I was going to ask yeah. you about that. Um, not at the moment, but yeah, Lisa's going to be. Um, I've, I've got to watch, watch it again. again so. Um, um, yeah. Lisa's going to be watching programs where accountants are eaten by dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> on the toilet. On the toilets. On the toilets. <laughs> <That's laughs> well, like to watch it that day. So we're basically we're raising our standards. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a fan of your sausage, Warren. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> well, thank you. How many oh, times? We, we all like Warren's sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes, yeah. definitely. I think we're talking cross purposes here. Um, and um, 
Uh, what about the smell cast? What, what, and oh, what's going? What's going? Uh, on? Yeah, name minutia will will continue. You know, we uh, we select them week by week, so I I couldn't really tell you. Uh, I can tell you just the general way it seems to go is my my uh, the creator and my co-host uh, is younger than me, and his nostalgic nostalgic era seems to be the nineties. And for me, my nostalgic area goes back to late 60s, early 70s, when it used to be that old movies were played on TV all the time. So I'll probably keep selecting the old movies, and DG will probably keep selecting things for the 90s. So we'll have a good mix. And around the archives? Well, um... Our resolution is to try and get a couple of new voices yes. on board. Yes, we, have and we, we have spoken to people. Yes. And and mm. we need to sort of chase that up, I think. Yes. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we've fallen into a sort of quarterly release schedule at the moment, haven't yes, we? we? Have, yes. And that's, yeah. that seems to work for us. Mm-hmm. But we already have some ideas for. Shows to cover, upcoming shows. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just the question of getting on with actually watching the shows concerned, yes. isn't it? Yes, so. I keep committing to myself to all these things, and I realise I don't actually have enough time to watch to actually watch the any stuff. of them yeah. at the moment. So that's my New Year's resolution: to watch the things I've said I'm going to watch and do the podcasts yeah. <laughs> with people. So, but yeah, there are plans. There are yes. plans, and yeah. stay tuned. Good, excellent, Good. great. Well. Thank you all for joining us. We're going to have to say goodbye now, but we will we will get Cromartini uh, and Uncle John to ask us a couple more questions before we do say a final goodbye. But uh, anyway, thanks um, thanks to Owen, thanks to Andrew and Lisa and to Nick, thank you and to, uh, to 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 Toppy for showing up for the New Year's Day chat. Well, New Year's chatterbox, and uh, I'm sure we'll be doing more chatterboxes in 2023. But we've got. A lot of episodes already recorded and a lot of episodes that are planned for later in the year. So, uh, yes, um, I we, I beat my record this year. I'll say. Of, of, of number of episodes that went out. I, managed, I, I went over, I did more than 100, which was uh, about 10 more than I'd ever done before. So Are you um, trying to beat it off next year? This I might, year, sorry, I, I might beat it off. Yeah, um, and I might try and uh, do more episodes as well, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, well, listen, <laughs> thanks for listening, and um, we'll be back. <laughs> he said, "Beat off." Anyway, thank you, oh, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking part, and uh, uh, we'll be back again very soon. Happy New Year. Bye. Okay, guys. Um, two more, two more questions for after the theme music. Go on, uh, comedy. You go first. Okay. Uh, would you rather have neighbours who are noisy or neighbours who are nosy? Mm. 
nosy. Definitely nosy, because we have noisy neighbours. And it's <laughs> oh, they're always banging, aren't oh, they? Yeah, they're, always, always banging. they're always at they're it, aren't they? Inappropriate times of the day, yes. Yeah, he's yes. been knocking that nail in for two years. Yes, he? Whoa. he likes a hammer. He must like that song, If I Had a Hammer. If I had a hammer, I'd oh, hammer no, in the morning. don't start him off. <laughs> I'd hammer in the evening. <laughs> All over this land. So, well, yeah. he, he does. Yes. Paul Chandler does not do blue subject matter. Now stop it. <laughs> no, no, literally. No, no, he, he does. He, he's knocking the nail in. Seriously. He's hanging a picture, picture up every night. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not heard his episode about the year of the year? That was, uh, that was a bit of the blue places. <laughs> All right. I'm going to also go with, uh, I'll definitely. Take nosy or over noisy. Absolutely. Nothing worse than noisy neighbors. Nothing. Especially when you're trying to record. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that too, yeah. We, we have intermittently noisy neighbors, but it's more the noise they make and how it irritates Toby that is the stressful thing. I can kind of plug my earphones in and forget about them, but it really makes Toby uh, cross, which makes him... Um, less fun to be around and uh that that's yeah so it's sort of uh it, it's sort of I, I get the brunt of his his anger at the noisy neighbors whereas i oh, well. so yeah. yeah nosy i guess it depends how nosy but uh, uh i i will go with nosy because at the moment as i've discovered this evening um my uh, my neighbors um taken up blowing things oh so um Ooh. He's um he's into windows. <laughs> no, he's going for a clarinet actually. He's a, a wind, wind instrument. A wind yeah. in- oh, I came in this evening to be serenaded by really off key. Oh, <laughs> <And nah>. <laughs> <laughs> a really off key. I like didn't know whether to congratulate him on starting a new journey or tell him to shut <laughs> up. <laughs> well, okay. I it's have a, a it's a thin it's a thin dividing line <laughs> all right if you're adventurous try this get one of those air horns and the next oh. time he starts playing that just like give him a blast <laughs> oh i'm gonna try that okay <laughs> to try that <laughs> like a good air horn i'm not at all responsible for what might happen <laughs> <laughs> I, I I go with nosy. I've been waiting for nosy neighbours for ten years because <laughs> we've been um, we 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 love where we live. It's a, the flat, gorgeous flats and everything. The only trouble is nobody nobody talks to you. Nobody kind of inter- interact interacts. I'm sorry, I'll come so around. I, I would love to have. How, when you mean interact, sort of, Nick, do you not, mean like ha- having a big fruit bowl and? Well, absolutely. Yes, I'm, or, or to knock on the door and ask for some sugar. You know, um, I'll, I'll come around. That old trick. Or someone, you know, to, to <clears throat> knock knock on the door and and sort of ask, and they'll, they'll be in their curlers and sort of saying, "Oh, and nothing else." Uh, on on a sad note, I think nosy neighbours actually would be of great value to the lady upstairs who was found dead after a whole week. Oh my! Uh, oh very gosh. old lady, very independent. And um, on the meals on wheels um, circuit, but uh, yeah, she um, they they found it dead uh, upstairs. So nosy, we can certainly do with. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Gigi Uncle John, you you, what's your question? I I dread to think. Oh, I've got a great one. <laughs> this will this will really put the cat amongst the pigeons. Uh, would you rather? 
would you rather would yes. you rather find a hidden camera in your bathroom or in your bedroom dear <laughs> <laughs> i know my i know the answer to that what's that then i'd rather find it in the bedroom yeah because then i would ask for the footage oh so you can see what you were dreaming about no. <laughs> no. No. no, hang on. Okay, Let okay. me finish. I'll okay, explain finish. my position. Finish. finish. <laughs> um, so I could see all the footage of, of the cats sitting on the bed. Okay. I could watch the cats for oh, hours. Oh, you could just go upstairs and watch them. Yeah, but that involves going upstairs. Okay. <laughs> What's this about my funny dreams? You do have funny dreams. You could get a periscope where you sit on the sofa that just goes up, couldn't you? <laughs> Martha would attack it. Was I tossing and turning the other night and yes, talking? Yes. I was talking in my yep. sleep, apparently. Yep. You're a tosser in bed, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you should, uh, should record it if you get more podcasts there. <laughs> it really depends who's actually planted it. Yeah. Um, oh. it, 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 you know, what? why would they put oh, easy. a secret one in the bathroom? I mean, that's a bit pervy. Yeah, well, it's a bit pervy either way, but... Um, <laughs> I, I think I think bedroom because then at, at least there'd be two of us embarrassed and not just the one, you know, safe, <laughs> safety in numbers. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, I mean, if they if they really want to see it, then <laughs> but it depends who really, you know. Oh, I, I think I think um, I would rather have a hidden camera in my bedroom as well because my room is my bedroom is so cold that I probably put on more clothes when I go to bed. Mm. <laughs> and I have like a woody hat and I have about two duvets and they're not going to see anything exciting other than maybe uh, yeah I may, maybe I'll be, I'll be tossing the blankets around <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah thank you go. Uh, I, 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 I often lose my hot water Building bottle tents. I often lose my hot water bottle in the night in the winter but, I never had to call that before um, <laughs> but I mean I guess it could be it, it, for me it might depend on the time of year because I guess I don't. Are you not even curious to know who planted it? Uh, well, yes, but if I didn't know or, or I wasn't sure, then I'd probably be safer um, uh, to be in the bedroom. But uh... I, I disagree with all of you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Imagine, cast your minds to my bathroom, full of steaming and emerging from oh, yeah. the steam, oh, yeah. with oh. a smile and a loofah. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm looking I mean, dramatic. I'm, I think I'm I, imagining. I can... I'm imagining you doing Old Spice commercials. Oh, <laughs> what like nutmeg, like nutmeg and cinnamon? <laughs> no, I'm imagining him doing like Confessions of a Plumber films and yeah. things like that. Confessions of a Policeman. I mean, it's a bit of a blockage, love, but I've cleared it. I mean, Warren's fan club would absolutely love it if it was the bathroom. But uh, oh, bathroom's uh, got so much comedy potential. Oh, <laughs> and nice. dramatic potential. A bed, bedroom's fine. Everyone has one in the bedroom. What you're saying, I know. I'm watching <laughs> you all now. But I mean, <laughs> I have filmed in the bedroom, haven't I, Lisa? Yeah. Oh my! Oh, no YouTube videos of you going through oh, old Radio Timeses and yeah. things. Oh, and we were caught, weren't we caught in the bedroom in the um, Toby and Lucy? Uh, Toby and Lucy. We, we, we were. were. Yeah, we. Yeah. we I feel, yeah, you filmed in our bedroom, I think. I've done whole episodes in the bed. Oh, hold on a minute. Okay. I'd like to stop here. Didn't somebody uh-huh. film me sat on the toilet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> See, I I, it's more dramatic in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't a secret camera. You knew that was happening. <laughs> All right. My answer is, you know, if you really want to see me in the bathroom, God bless you. I mean, I don't know what kind of person. Anyways, no, it's fine. But no, uh, bedroom for me because nothing ever happens there, and I'm just like Paul. I I keep it cold. Uh, you introduce fuel, and uh, uh, I I am I've got my little knit hat, just like Paul. And uh, yeah, you're not going to see a thing, and I never have visitors. So there you go. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, oh, I knew my question would be popular and successful. Oh, it, yes, it was yet, Uncle John, but it was quite rude and probing. Yes. Well, you know, well, you know no probing was involved. You know, what I really want to know is, Yeti Uncle John, what's your what's oh. your answer? Oh, 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 I don't know. I'm thinking of starting an only flans account. Oh. I'm going uh, to eat flans on camera and watch me. Yes. I don't mind. I'm, I'm, I'm inviting the cameras to. But I'm, but I'm charging. I'm charging. I can tell you. I, I, I think I will. I think I will pay, pay a subscription yet, Uncle John. Oh, don't really? be, don't be ridiculous. You can come and take part. Come All right. Top break for a strawberry flan. Oh. <laughs> All right, yeti, Uncle John. You're on, but I need you to switch from flan to Yorkshire pudding. Give <laughs> <laughs> you a bit of my Yorkshire pudding. Oh yes, yes. Oh, bit of gravy. We like some gravy. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's time we finish now before this conversation gets out of hand. This is going to be the way the 23 goes. I can't <laughs> wait for the year to continue. <laughs> Let's go. Goodbye. Bye. 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 It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Hello listeners, it is me, Cuthbert the Robot. I am here to introduce the last segment of this Chatterbox episode, because we have some extra material to share with you. We have a further behind-the-scenes chat with Paul and Top P, and then some extracts from our recent chats with Callum and Harry, plus also a short recording that Paul made at midnight on New Year's Eve. Anyway, we hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you again soon. Robot hugs, and a happy new year from me, Cuthbert. Kiss. Kiss. Kiss exclamation. I examine... 
photo, it is them. I can't type very well with my <laughs> Oh, I'm doing notes the old-fashioned way. I'm writing it on paper. I couldn't do that with the deals. Um, deals. Interesting recording. We are recording. We're going to do recording in a minute. Are you going to come to the gym with us? What do you think about the gym? Anyways, we can, you know, I'm sure tons more ideas will come to us as time goes on. Once you start thinking of them, it, 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 uh, or you think, oh, this character should, should do this, or, or oh, I'm trying, I'm trying to do, a, I try and do a plot, get, give everyone a plot, or have everyone, you know, I've done a few things with the Phoenix. They may not come out yet, but I've done a few things with the Phoenix Farm, with. Uh, so Albert the Dragon gets in it, and I've I've done a, a few things with where because Cuthbert has kind of been reduced a bit to being the, the voice that comes in to link things where I haven't done any record where I haven't recorded a link, and I might as well have Cuthbert do it. Um, oh, no, that would be another great thing when I'm over at the Shy Life is <laughs> I, I get into a fight with Cuthbert <laughs> because like he keeps butting in. I don't I don't need you to speak right now. Or, okay. I try to figure out a way to unplug him. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got a, a plotline going at the moment where he's got had a feud between him and August Evans because because <laughs> uh, the whole vampire thing. There's, there's an episode. None of these have come out yet, but there's an episode where Bettina's by herself and somebody knocks on the door asking if they have accommodation, and um, she, she and then he uh, then he starts going on a, and she starts to think he might be a vampire, and they find that some, somebody's been sleeping in a coffin down in the cellar, but they've now gone. So they decide Cuthbert sort of scans the house for vampires and he puts mm-hmm. these garlic alarms around. So if any vampires disturb anything, they'll get gassed with garlic. <laughs> um, but 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 he, unfortunately, he disturbs August's studio and August comes home from holiday and, and it's all not in the right order and he gets cross and he sets off the garlic alarm and gets gassed. And so mm-hmm. there's a few, and that's kind of makes him go, well, you know how Damius used to go a bit funny sometimes. And obviously August is Damius really as good as. And um, so so he's got a few, there's a feud going on between Cuthbert and, and August at the moment. More on August's side. But mm-hmm. but because I also wanted to, something for Big Fatty to do as Robot Big Fatty, I've decided that it gets so big that Robot Big Fatty starts to sort of campaign and say, we must stand up for our... You know our, our friend Cuthbert, who is being unfairly treated. Um, um, so I, I did. I just sent Big Fatty some lines where he's got to do some big speeches as well, Big Fatty. <laughs> but I've also sent him lines where he he's a bouncer at a nightclub. Do they call them bouncers? Do they call him bouncers in America? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a bouncer at a nightclub. Um, but it turns out he's only he's doing method acting for a part for a film that he's in. Um, <laughs> But I'm gonna we we get we we I'm gonna do an episode where the regulars and I get messages uh, get tickets for, to go to this opening night of a club. When we get there, Big Fatty is this bouncer. He's being really horrible to us, and it's only later we discover that he was just doing method acting. And huh. um, and uh, but also Big Fatty's trying to get Cuthbert to come. He wants he thinks that Cuthbert deserves better. And he should be an A-list robot celebrity, and he wants him to come and jo- come to our meetings with all the A-list uh, robots. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I also saw the the Mr. James um, ghost story for Christmas, which 
Mark Gatiss is okay. responsible for. Um, but sometimes, oh, cool. sometimes he changes the stories more than I don't know the original stories like word for word, but Toby does, and and so I watch it and perhaps enjoy it, probably enjoy it. But then Toby comes out of his bedroom and kind of goes, "They changed this. They added this character. They did." Sometimes there's a bit too much of twist of changing things for you know. I don't know that they're for good good reasons, but but he was he said. Well, yeah, I felt a little bit like that. I mean, you, you you wouldn't have read the books, and you also wouldn't have seen the the screenplay. But there was a, and you know, I'm not a great a big reader at all. But the the one thing that I really loved was the Foundation trilogy by Isaac well, Asimov. Yeah, Isaac, Isaac Asimov, <laughs> and I I really loved the Foundation trilogy as it was then. And then they bought it to Apple, and they've just—it's not recognisable. Um, it's, it's within the same universe. Was it enjoyable? Yes, it was enjoyable, but it was nothing. Mm. There was very little of the actual Foundation trilogy in that Apple production. Mm. It does have, um, you know, it has all of the characters, but it's just uh, quite a different story. Sometimes it worries um, me. That, sometimes it worries me that they're doing it so that the adapters like can say, "Oh, this bit was totally mine," sort of thing, and uh, rather than it being for a good maybe, reason. I don't know if that's the case, but that's how it feels to me. It's like, you know, um, you know, who are you to be, you know, changing something written by somebody who, you know, who's kind of, you wouldn't. Yeah, it just feels wrong sometimes. But uh, it, it's it's a bit of a shame. I, I guess um, it's one of those sort of things that maybe in a way we shouldn't even bother seeing these TV ad- adaptations. We should just stick with the books, or well, you know, one, know one of the things but not the other, because well, often it can just turn into such a horrible disappointment. That, that um, adaption of the Mid- Midwich Cuckoos that we watched in Kent certainly wasn't faithful to the book because it wasn't set when it was set. Um, but I think that was quite a good sort of, I mean, that has been made. I think perhaps, I think, I guess with the MR James, I think that, that not all of his stories have even ever made it to film. So wouldn't, wouldn't it be mm. nice if they just made them straight? Yeah. You can understand with Shakespeare. Yes. People get a bit fed up with the, this is the 700th version of Hamlet. Let's do it set in, <laughs> in 1970s Berlin or something. And um, yeah, 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 it's yeah. fine. But when it's the only version of a story, I'd rather it be a more, um, a, more faithful, more faithful with Midwich Cuckoos. They've definitely done it a number of times. So, um, and they were expanding it. Um, and it was set in the, 21st century and I, I i thought i thought you know that how many episodes that was quite a few episodes wasn't it was it as much as eight or there's, there's like, like, no it was about five or six i think yeah, in the end. So they were quite, I was, long, quite long episode i was worried that we wouldn't be able to but it was it was all right um but one film that i've just seen and i liked it so much i bought the book um was there was a, a film called My Policeman, which came out oh, right. um, um, with Harry Styles playing the main character, but it's a, a love oh, okay. story, a gay love story set in the 19, 1950s uh, Brighton, and it's about um, this, this guy who's a this young guy who's a policeman, and he fall, falls in love with this guy who works in a gallery. And, but it's all kind of because, of course, it wasn't legal still, and, yes. and then it jumps to the it jumps to the present day, where, and, and you sort of see, um, but it's it's kind of sad, but 
sort of has a happy ending. Anyway, I liked it enough that um, I bought the book, and the book is very good as well. And but it, whoever adapted it must have adapted it very faithfully because um, there were whole see, and I, I could swear the words are almost yes, dear, as you liked it too, didn't you? I think you were crying at the end. I saw you. I saw you crying at the end. You did. You had a little tear in your eye. Yes, you did. You did <coughs> sit down. Um, and, um, yes, that's good. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, the whole, like, when you, I can totally recognize where we are in the story and the things that they say at certain points are almost word for word. So there were probably but some changes. It's very, but very faithful. It's very, very faithful, but, um, but yeah, it's probably so. It should it should be. It's uh, it, it clearly comes from a good source. It's not the book was very well, it's very well written. Um, so yeah, sometimes the actual authors adapt the book. I don't. I didn't actually see who adapted it. I'll have to go back. It's not like a really famous writer or anything. Well, not. Mm-hmm. not like I watched my two scare. Well, I've got three films that are Christmas, sort of Christmassy. But, um, well, one of them definitely is Christmas Eve, Black Christmas, which is like a 1974 sort of slasher film, even though slasher films didn't really exist then. It was one of the first, um, right. before there was even a name for the genre. And um, I watch yeah. that every year because although it's bloody, there's some great like one-liners because it's about girls in a sorority house. And one of them is played by Margot Kidder, who played Lois Lane, and she's she's great in it. Um, she's... Uh, yeah. But she's she's the one who's she's like feeding brandy to a child at one point. Where they're they're very they're, um, it's, it's not a comedy, but it's just very. There's some very funny lines, and they're very um, irresponsible. But, very uh, good. And then there's another one I like called Symptoms, which is about a lady in a house going a bit well, going going losing it, losing the plot deals, isn't she? And mm. that's very autumnal. And um, I also think it was probably filmed around the time that I was born because it was released in early, it was released in early 74, well, like May 74. And if they were filming in the autumn, makes right, sense, right. it must have been around the time that I was about to be born. Um, mm. And there's another one called Images, which is also about a lady um, sort of losing the plot. And uh, that's set in very beautiful countryside in a very autumnal weather. So although those two aren't Christmassy in any form, they're very this time of year ish. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally. And uh, they've got into it. Black Christmas has been a tradition for quite a while. Those last two have kind of attached themselves. Um but uh, I've watched two of the three. I will probably have to watch images later. But, mm-hmm. but I've got quite a lot of like a Christmas I've got, tradition. I've got quite a lot of films to I want to watch that I've never seen before. That I buy, I sort of buy on, di, di, on in digital, or on Prime and stuff. Yeah, I got there next day. I've never used. I don't know whether things have got. Never used to have so much com- confusion over the different the, the flats. Yeah. A and B, as we as we do the like. I didn't mention seven A or seven B because that was a, that was, a, no. was another meltdown. No. Um, <laughs> do sometimes have trouble with the beat pizzas and stuff or yeah um i mean once we had pizza and and um toby looked out the back door and he'd wandered off down he was like toby said he almost looked like he was in tears trying to and um but he, you know he yeah and we and, and that we would have told him 
grandfather flat. In fact, we we stopped using. They don't, they don't ring you up, do they? If they have trouble finding you, they just knock on doors. Uh, I I uh, uh, stopped using who we used to use pizza because one day I went in and it it just said can't can't deliver to this address, and I'm thinking, well, you've delivered to my address loads of times before, but if you don't want my trade, okay. So I went to Domino's instead, um, and they've been pretty good with just. You know, no problem at all. So I'm sticking with them at the moment. So, so how much normal post have you had, if, uh, if anything? There were some cards waiting for me when I came back from my parents. Because yeah. I've mainly been sending cards if I've received cards, and mainly yeah. sending them via Moonpig, because I just don't trust the post. I don't know what happens with Moonpig cards, because... I guess because they're a card company, they must all go... It's not like they stick them in a post box because they'd have too many. So whether they have... I don't know quite how it works, whether they mm. deliver them somewhere. I don't know quite how it works. But they, everybody... I know, I know a lot of people who have received them safely. So um, it, 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 it's made me, even though it's a, a little bit more expensive, I've got loads of cards in a box up there. But I just... I mean, I've only really had one bad experience when I posted birthday cards in the summer in Surbiton and it didn't they didn't none of none of them arrived and they were all kind of important birthday cards and it made me feel like they thought I hadn't bothered and I had to kind of say, No, I had I did send you one. We've only received one card. Uh, <laughs> well, I had more than that. Um, yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got so, uh, so I think we've had we had one like postal put, delivery within the last two weeks. I haven't I haven't put I don't put them I've had you know, that many cards. Yeah, so I haven't, I, I haven't actually put them out because we don't really have much space to put them out. But so I've only posted one, and that's to my auntie Kate. So yeah. I haven't because I thought this would happen. So it was just a complete waste of stamps and cards. So I didn't send you off because I normally send you off parents one, but I haven't. Your your Christmas present was a, the daily calendar twenty twenty three. Oh yes, yes, yes. Which yes, is yes, it. Um. I almost put it up. I wish I could have got you something else as well, but it's because it's, it's from a company that makes them. It's super. Well, don't worry, I've I've also got a landmark trust one. I I don't think we've. I don't think. Well, I'm not sure if we don't. Oh, is that from your sister? I don't think. Yeah. We, I didn't. I didn't buy a David Bowie one this year. Um, have you got a landmark trust one? No. You get it free, don't you? Well, I'm not sure if we're proper members at the moment because um, of not going on holidays. Um, I've got a couple of I've got a cat calendar as well, but I haven't got the um the cat protection league um calendar that I usually get from my parents, so I don't know what's happened to that. Um so but yeah, there's only one other person in the world that has a daily twenty twenty three calendar that she uses. Yes. Uh, it will be going up shortly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, National Landmark Trust. Sometimes when he kept, when it's been very when I when I came back from my parents, he was very come here. I want to cuddle you, <laughs> and followed me around. When I came back from the the hospital the other day, he he like wouldn't let me take my coat off. He fo- he followed me into the bedroom and jumped onto me, and I still got my coat on. But sometimes when he does, when I carry him through to my bedroom, we go past his calendar and I point. I, I show him his picture there. Well, who's that handsome cat there? The one I've got for December twenty twenty two is what I did on like I don't know Instagram or something where I've inserted a little hat on him and, and a moustache <laughs> I don't know if you've got any really silly ones this year in the 2023 one but um, yeah he looks oh, wait. Very, to the end. don't ask me at the end of the year he looks super he looks super 
yeah, you always have to have one that's a bit more ludicrous for the December one. But yeah, December 2022 is is classic. Little moustache suits, a little moustache, a little bobble hat. I need to find that picture and post it today. That should be my Christmas photo for this year. Oh, dear. I think we're going to run out of time again soon. So, um, thank you for speaking to me on Christmas Day. And yes, uh, this this will be this will be on the New Year's Day episode. It's an extra it's extra material, I think. Hi, listeners. Um, you join me minutes from midnight, the very end of 2022, and I'm playing a game of Fortnite because why not I'm dressed like a mad looking clown and um, yeah I thought this would be a fantastic way to start the new year partly because I'm running around a really multicoloured location um, I've arrived at a farmyard I can see a man oh god there's another man oh there's another and a, and a wolf I'm really not ready for, ready for this. Uh, nobody's got any weapons yet, so nobody really wants to, to get fighting. Um, oh dear. I'm on the roof of a building. I jumped, I jumped away from the wolf. And man, oh, I can hear people with guns now. Oh dear. I decided that I was going to... Oh, actually... Yes, those walls might be quite useful. I know it sounds awful, but one of the easiest objectives that I can achieve is to hunt um, wildlife during this game. Um, but I don't have any weapons at the moment, well, other than a cosh. Um, picking up some bits in the barnyard. Gonna smash some barrels. I still don't have any weapons. Uh, it's two minutes to midnight. Dealey is awake. Dealey's awake. Hi, Deal. Just been for a snack. I've been drinking gin. I've, I've been on the Negronis. No, well, I'm no, I'm now on the, I'm now on the Negronis deals. I was drinking it neat the other day. This was a present from my friend. Um, well, let's just say Milo bought me it. Um, I was drinking it neat the other day because that's what he said. It was good to drink it. There's a man shooting me. Sheesh. A man shooting me. Oh shit. He's killed me. How dare he kill me? At midnight. I need to get into another game. I was 67th. That was not a good game. Well, that was my last game of 2022. Let's count the next one as my first for 2023. Oh, look. Oh, wow. Fireworks going up. Oh, that's nice. There's fireworks going up, but the person... I'm not actually in the game anymore, so I can't probably see them. 
is why I wanted to be here for New Year. Maybe it will still be playing by the time I get into the next game. Dear oh, dear oh, dear dears. That was not a good last game of 2022. I have been playing earlier though. Um, I think I, I did it okay earlier. I played this afternoon. Um, right. Getting ready for another game. Should start in one minute and two seconds. Maybe the fireworks will still be going. Maybe they'll go off again if I'm playing at one o'clock. I don't I think I don't think I will be playing at one o'clock, there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a strange sphinx like creature shooting at me, but this doesn't it doesn't count because we're not actually in the game at the moment. We're in the waiting room. Happy New Year, by the way, listeners. It's one minute past midnight now. Something is, I've been doing a live show. Not one minute past midnight. Oh, there we go. Right, we're in the game. We're in the game. I want to go somewhere where I can find creatures to shoot, which I hate to say. I'm going to jump now. I'm high above, high above the landscape, going over some, it's very strange, uh, landmass, because some of the trees are yellow leaves, orange leaves, some of them are green leaves. I guess I can just land here. I just don't want to die after only two minutes. I don't usually die quickly, as that. I'm going to land here. I'm in the yellow wood. Well, the trees around here are yellow leaved anyway. Uh, <coughs> I'm going to hit a few things. Right, I'm just going to enter the building. Bringing up some fruit. I can't eat it at the moment. Oh, I can eat that. I can eat the coconuts. Uh, what I really need is weapons. Oh, there's another coconut. Four coconuts. Actually. Chomp away on those. As if you could do that in real life. No. There's a, there's a gun. I'm going upstairs. Pick up a grey weapon. What sort of gun's that? An assault rifle. Uh, got some extra bullets. I think I'm ready to go outside. Six zero four. That's a six. That's a zero and a four. Okay. All right then. Lord have mercy. <laughs> okay. Can't put that anywhere. Is any of that usable? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Yes. <laughs> Every second. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hang on, I'll be stopping recording. I don't want to stop. I'll, I'll have a glass of that now, please, Nick. Oh, <laughs> it's a, there's a bit of a glug left. Well, what have you got, red or white? White. Oh. Uh, wait, uh, Paul and I are scoffing the uh, the one bottle of white. Mm. We're quaffing, not scoffing. Quaffing. <laughs> are, are you fans of uh, dry white? Dry, dry. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mind you, there, I'm, I. 
I like I, I, dry white's my favourite. Um, I, I, but I've got into well, I like red and rosé as well. It's fizzy wine I don't like. Okay, really? I'm, like I'm, so, I'm never, no champagne for you? No, no, no. I, okay. I, mean, um, I, I went for a stage when I did when I finished the book. Um, when when it was easy to get a book on Lulu, I I used to treat myself to a bottle of champagne. Um, and, and, mm. But really, it was only because uh, of mm. wanting to be wanting to, to be in an episode of the Avengers with Tara and uh, <laughs> on Steam. I, I used to get a bottle of wine if I finished a script. Um, uh, mm. Now it's not so much a rare occurrence. But... <laughs> mm. Are we stopping recording? Are we continuing recording? I don't, I don't want to turn it off before. If we're going to say something, it's well, like, you should, yeah, never turn it off. No, <laughs> you never know. Mr. Tin, so what are you prefers. drinking this evening, yeah. then, Mr. T and Lisa? Uh, I've got Lucasade Caribbean Crush. Yeah, I'm, I'm very dull. I'm I've afraid. got a bit of coke. Mm. I haven't had alcohol. For I have. I what, have got one line or two. I, no, I have got a box of um, chocolate liqueurs here. If yeah. anybody Ooh. wants one. Ooh. I know. I've got some famous name signature chocolates that oh. I can offer you Irish cream, Harvey's, Teachers, Quattro, or Corvoisier. Wow. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've got 16 chocolates. Wow. You've, got toffee, you've got Toffee Penny. Have you got Sun Comfort? No. <laughs> no, it's the way he sits. Southern Comfort. might be okay because it's cherry, so it might, yeah. go, might go quite well with it. I think it would. Bit. I think it would, yes. Yeah. I, I did look for Enver Cream, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, nobody oh, no. sells Enver Cream anymore. But nobody sells Enver Cream. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yes. I might, right. I might get a we'll kind of another glass. The, the, the snowball, you know. <laughs> you can get it in cans, oh, so you never make it up. A can of Ember Cream? No, a snowball. <laughs> a can of... River. Crack a open a can Africa, of Ember Cream Africa. with the boys yeah, down egg, by the river. Egg, egg, egg nog. nog. Oh, bloody egg. Oh, <laughs> uh, horrible. We know you don't drink anything you can't drink, <laughs> yeah. bro. That's my, oh my goodness. go-to drink. I think, I think my favourite liqueur is uh, Bailey's Irish Cream. Oh, my God. Good oh, my God. Oh. That's on board. Over yeah. ice. Yeah. Oh, oh. We're setting that at work. <laughs> oh, at yeah. Moment, so oh, yeah. I'm feeling it. Bottle and it, it, it's just walking out. Well, it is walking out the store because there's not been tagged, but that's nothing to do with it. But um, That's popular, is it? It's quite popular. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I have this memory of Paul doing some podcast. Maybe it was live. I'm not sure, but he was, do- <laughs> he was doing schnapps of some kind as the show went on. Yeah. I'm not sure. Did I make that up, or did that? No, possible because we did. I did do live episodes on Christmas Day, and we did used to have snaps uh, sometimes. So I may have had snaps during an episode. <laughs> I think that I remember that. Yeah. The live episodes became superseded by the chatterbox because the people who were in the chat room. For the live episodes, were the people who now do chatterbox. So uh, um, <laughs> that's right. It, it seems silly to for me to sit there by myself and not being able to interact with anybody um, when we could just, you know, the live nature of it didn't really matter because it's live when you're recording like this. So, yeah. to the, us, thing about, so. 
The thing about it is podcasting is all about listening when you want to. And it just, I mean, there's, I would like to do a live show, but the fact is there'd be nobody there to listen when I was doing live. So, you know, that's just, that's podcasting, listening on demand. I quite like doing the on Christmas day only more because Christmas Day isn't particularly a big family thing for me, so it was quite nice to have something to look forward to in the evening. But then some years, like I've chatted to you, Toppy, on Christmas Day, or or something. Mm-hmm. I think you, me, and Jay chatted on Christmas Day, so it doesn't really need to be broadcast to the world. Um, right, right. Uh, although, actually, for the Smellcast, uh, my every year, I think this is the year, because even though I know there'd be nobody there to listen live. I still want to do it. So every year I think this is the year that once a month I'm going to live stream the Smellcast and just see what happens. I've never done it, but I still want to do it. One, I don't know, one day maybe I will. Well, I still still do the Pride 48 live streaming event. Um, the last couple of years that's been my only live Proper live episode. Yeah, that's fun. I've missed it for a couple, three years. Yeah. Although I had to be rescued because the technology has been has changed and, it's, and, and I, have to, I have to be rescued. You know, what I, you know what I wonder? What in the world size shoe do you think the Chayette wears? <laughs> I don't know. I just wonder. <laughs> that, that Paul, he's, he's a great guy. <laughs> No, no, Paul's a great guy. Great guy. Sometimes his poems confuse me. Okay, uh, we're going to need to get a list of uh, characters on the show. There's far too many. Let's list them, write them down, because uh, I can't keep track. Six hundred four. Six hundred four. Six hundred four. It's time to single out Toppy now for his greatest hits, aside from the chatterboxes. Toppy, episode 558, uh, Paul and Toppy are gym bunnies. You, you took me to the gym a couple of times, and, and uh, well, the first time we ended up at the gym, there were vampires there, um, and uh, that, that was uh, that was quite something. Um, but I, I did get you involved in uh, having your, your, your photo taken for Instagram. Um, yeah. Oh. I stole I stole away for a cup of coffee. Are you on me? Are we on me? Was that I was certain you were going to We'll take that one again. Sneaking out of school. I couldn't I couldn't even notice he sneaked out of the back of the classroom. Is it a good cup of coffee though? That's yes. what yes. You didn't bring any for us. Um, <laughs> nice. I hope he doesn't do this on Matinee Minutia. DJ will be furious. Yeah, okay. I'm not at all responsible for what might happen. I 